Jens, you need a uh, you need a black hoodie. Otherwise, you don't look like Ghostface. You can get the memo. Mm. We're not gonna murder people. I'm trying to unmute McCurdy as he's muting. Charlie, you and I are the killers, and he's the victim. And he's the victim. <laughs> he's Nev Campbell. Perfect. You gotta stand by your Nance. You know what I mean? Perfect. Slashing your Nance. <laughs> Uh, okay, our members, we we had some members jump ship. So how about instead of uh, picking uh, somebody to honor, instead we honor the dishonorable who abandoned us. <laughs> canceled their ranked memberships. Yay. Or at least didn't renew. Didn't renew, yeah. We still love you. Become a we member. Become a member. If you aren't a member, become a member. We're still here. Hit that you. like button. Def I'm gonna hit it right now. Yeah, we we always need. Yeah, please, we never want, we never do this stuff. Like, because we have like six, subscribe. Essentially, a member screaming out into Discord. the void with uh, just our closest homeboys <clears throat> hearing it and feeling that love. Mm. Anyway, uh, okay. Hearing so all the love. The sacred 2023 movies list is Infinity Pool still at the top with its. Um, uh, satanic grandeur creed 3 m Thregan missing ant-man and the wasp quantumania magic mike's last dance knock at the cabin plain cocaine bear uh, how are you guys doing so great great well i had a, a great morning and that's not what i heard Nance. super unproductive day <laughs> that's not what i heard did you get off the couch all day nans Oh, I took a long nap. That's for ah, sure. Well, that's good. Now you're prepared. Speaking of a long nap, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Just that's kidding. the worst transition. If, if this is a bad movie, I'd be like, speaking of falling Speak asleep in the theater. But no. Uh, no. Anyway, but yeah. Um, let me. By the way, we are now finally broadcasting in 1080p. So nice. Uh, but but I'm. Uh, anyway, I'm broadcasting in 1080 glitch. Thank you. Thank you. You're As usual, thank you, you cheapskate. Just buy a cable or something. Anyway. <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, okay, quick review time. So, Scream 6 continues the wildly meta and self-aware film industry commentary of the Scream series with all of the familiar winks and nods to what it's doing as it's telling you what it's doing while it's doing it. These movies are something you just got to sit back and adore for what they are. People in a movie talking about movies while trying to guess the end of their own movie. It's like somebody taking a joke way too far, but because they're aware that they're doing so, it takes something otherwise trite to a level that is just plain clever. If Scream, a.k.a. Scream 5, was all about analyzing the reboot sequel, requel phenomenon, and toxic fandom, Scream 6 is about the franchise where everything has to be bigger and bloodier than everything that came before while also ceremoniously killing off select legacy characters that would never have been killed back during the initial sequels. However, that's not what this movie is, which is unfortunate as this is a series that's all about each installment knowing exactly what installment it is. The film commentary dialogue should have been about the nostalgia and fan service trend, especially when a major part of the movie is a literal ghost face killer shrine. Instead, it's as if all of the meta commentary was just more of the same franchise talk from the last movie. 
So while this installment may have the horrifically entertaining set pieces that are a franchise staple, it doesn't have the same level of purpose in its self-awareness, and once that core element of Scream is weakened, it's nothing more than a run-of-the-mill slasher flick. Please, Scream producers, if you're going to succeed with this rebooted series, we need you to escalate to absurdity. We need you to jump the shark while also being self-aware that you are doing so. Otherwise, you're just giving us more of the same, thereby becoming one of the washed-up franchises you were once so great at making fun of. <sighs> Did that make sense? I, th I think I think it made sense. Because we have meta stuff going on, so anytime yeah. you have meta stuff going on, Everything kind of gets cloudy, but overall, for me, I worry that these movies are because I'm a huge fan of these movies. They're they're so damn fun, and if you obsess about movies, yeah, and you know, if you're all you want to do is talk about movies and stories, and and then you have these ones that are they're they're about celebrating all those things. They're not just movies; they're movies about movies. I worry that these these are just slipping back into the territory of just being movies versus being a movie of movies. Yeah. You know saying it's losing I, meta touch, but it's still pretending that it has a meta touch, but it's, it was sprinkled, in it, but it's not. It's, it's sprinkled in there in a way that was like, just like it needs to be at the forefront. Film. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I no, the movie didn't know what it was. And yeah. that worries me. What was that sure. face you made? McCree? <laughs> it was Charlie giving me a headache. Oh, Charlie gave me a headache last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, all yeah, right. The, the Kraken did. The, the Kraken. Kraken did. It's so. Charlie giving me. It's Chucky Rance giving me a headache. Dude, McCurdy, I am only here to torture you. I know. I, my only goals are to annoy you and make Nans laugh. That's awesome. It. That's all I, I love ever it. try to do while I sit here. I so, appreciate okay. it. Anyway, Thanks, McCurdy, buddy. what you got? Can you can you briefly go through six movies? Briefly go through six. Do you movies. want me to? Well, I was going to do that at the end. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, yeah let me go that. through. Let me go through about this movie, and then at the end, we're going to go through each movie, one by one, and just talk about what each one was about. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about who the killer was, and just like just real briefly. Like I don't want to go through every little detail, but just real briefly, it's Brief. really weird and convoluted. I'm okay going long tonight. I I don't know when y'all are getting up, but uh, I. I have a lot to say, even if I'm you the last hit. one standing. I, it, you both you get, always have uh, a lot both to of say. You get like removed, and then it's just yeah. me sitting here just shouting. Did you hire somebody from our past to kill us while we're <laughs> doing this podcast? That would be so awesome if that like <laughs> just you know just two people like we got stabbed. Yeah, let me okay real quick before you move on with oh, some no. trivia. All right. uh, in my so I showed up to the theater and I I messed up. I I guess I showed up during the 3D showtime versus the 2D. Uh oh. So I was like, ah, fine. I I I I don't really see 3D, but I was like, whatever. I'm here. I'm not gonna wait an hour just to see it in 2D. So I go in. I got my glasses. It was like five. I didn't even know there was a 3D. Yeah, there was a 3D. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and they, it's all they, about Dolby Cinemas, guys. They, they Come didn't on. really. They didn't. Yeah, movies already have depth they don't need 3d anyway so uh so the first five minutes of the movie plays and there was something wrong with the 3d it just was it wasn't working so whether you had the glasses on or off it, it just was like a blurry mess so you know so i'm like oh god 
you know, not only did I show up to the wrong show time, but now I have to endure this. So uh, a, a hero of the group immediately ran out, uh, grabbed management, came back and was like, they're going to look into it. We're like, yeah, you know. So then at some point, suddenly the movie just froze like it was on pause. <laughs> like I'm like, I'm like, who sat on the remote, you know? And uh, so, uh, again, you have five people. So they're like, <laughs> but then um, we're sitting there. Movie pause. Five right. And and the, the projectionist is moving stuff. So there's like these like shadows and these weird lights moving across yeah. the screen. And it's quiet. It's dead quiet. And I'm sitting there and I was like, like, I actually vocalize. I turn around. I go, this is actually scary. You know, everybody <laughs> uncomfortably chuckles because it was I was like this. This would be the greatest. Like if, if somebody if a real ghost face came in and started murdering everybody like that would have been. Don't say like, that. Legendary. Don't say that. I'm saying it because that don't was say that. I was like, I was like, is this is this the experience I signed up for? Like, right. I'm I'm about to get serial murdered. Hey, for real. Well, That's what it felt like, dude. It was. It was I need so you. I know. Stuff. I was Ghostface for start, several Halloween's as a kid. How about you guys? Too. Let's start with this slide first, just because <laughs> I want to get this out of the way. I spent a lot of time on this one. I just want to let you know. It looks because like... I was like, oh, I'm going to do. First, I was like, let's do like Ghostface killing Drew Barrymore, but I couldn't find a good photo. And then I was like, oh, yeah, screen two, they're in the movie theater. And I'm thinking, this is probably what Charlie was experiencing while he was in the movie me, theater. Man. You honored me by inviting me of to Of course, all the Ghostface around you were actually Baskin Robbins because we know Charlie hates Baskin Robbins. It's an ongoing Jack narrative. Robbins is in the second movie. <laughs> the second screen two. They're sitting there talking about how the sequels never <laughs> the first one. And they're sitting there eating Baskin Robbins. And yeah, I, I nah, you know. All right. Let me let's let me get into it. Let me because I've got to have a lot to talk about. And I don't and it's it's obnoxious and stupid how much I have to talk about this movie. Same. Not that I didn't like the movie. So let's get let's yeah. get down to it. Let's get ranked. Let's do a deep dive. Shall we? Let's let's in channel our inner Randy Meeks. If you're a fan of the series, you know who Randy, Randy Meeks, Meeks is. Uh, all names, right, names are legendary, but we'll get to that. Yes, Randy Meeks. All right, Stream Six, ranked 2023 review, directed by. I'm gonna butcher some names here. Get ready, uh, Matt. <laughs> ready. Bintalenti, Olpen. I I guess I'm gonna call him Olpen. I don't know. And Tyler Gil Gillette. <laughs> and then written by James Vanderbilt and Guy uh, Busick and based off characters by Kevin Williamson. Can't butcher those names. You should in the future. You should display these names so people can read them. There you go. And then just be like, well, they can look them up. You know, they can look I, them up. I guess. But yeah. OK. All right. So <laughs> Kevin Williamson starting off Scream was created by writer Kevin Williamson. Kevin William Williamson based the story on a serial serial killer uh, from Florida named Danny Rowling. About nine. This is like around 1994 who used a Kabar knife. That's what they're called. Similar to the one you see in the films that basically that knife that that the ghost killer has it's that knife uh the script was originally titled scary movie before it was titled scream ah so that's kind of where they got the parody title he wrote the sequel and the fourth one so he wrote two he wrote one two and four he didn't write the other ones he didn't write three or these these last two he's an executive producer on this film the first four were directed by wes craven best known for the nightmare on elm street series and other slasher of course Moving on, we've got our two writers here. We've got James Vanderbilt and Guy uh, Busick. 
Uh, return from screen, Scream 2022, a.k.a. Scream 5, to write this film. Vanderbilt was, uh, has several, several films under his belt, including, which was not in pun, which now after reading it, I'm like, that kind of reads like a pun. Uh, built and belt, whatever. Including one of my favorite uh, David Fincher films, Zodiac. Also about a crazed killer in a major metropolitan area. He's also uh, he also had some other franchise films under his belt, including the first Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, White, Ho White House Down, and Independence Day Resurgence. Uh, Busick, on the other hand, hasn't written as much, but did get his start writing on for the show Stan Against Evil, and he also wrote with Vanderbilt on Ready or Not 2019, That's which was also one. which was also directed by. Our directors here, we've got Matt Bentinelli, Oakland. I, God so damn good. it, Matt. Such a long name. Come on, quit being so Italian. And Tyler, Tyler Gillette. Tyler Gillette. I'm laughing at myself. Oakland and Gillette had formed they a... change names like that at Ellis Island. Come on. Just I know. I uh, just keep going. <laughs> Oakland and Gillette had formed a directing group called Radio Silence with other collaborators uh, and worked on such films such as VHS, which was a horror anthology and Southbound. Um, as stated earlier, they together directed Ready or Not and then went on to direct the previous Scream film. Next up, we've got our core four in this movie. The Trading. core said basic... it over and over and over. This is basically, you know, I cringed at this four. because four, four. back in the day I had a group of friends and we called ourselves the core four. But mm. So I was like, eh. it's not original, but I've heard mm. it before. Uh, first, we got Melissa uh, Barrier plays Sam Carpenter. Barrara? Barrara? Is that how it is? Okay. Again, butchering names here. That's all I do I, on I'm the going show. Hungry, so. uh, Barrara. Uh, you got Sam, who plays Sam Carpenter, daughter to Billy Loomis. Loomis and Carpenter are references to Halloween. Loomis was the the detective guy who was played by Donald Pleasance, who was in our, you know, when we talked about our Bond series, he was the first uh, Blofeld that you saw on screen. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Carpenter is the, is kind of, should, I'm, I'm assuming is probably a reference to John Carpenter, who no created and directed uh, Halloween. Yeah, no uh, she's probably best known for In the Heights from 2021 before she did the last Scream mo movie. Uh, but she had done plenty of Spanish-speaking films and television prior to this. Then next up, we've got probably the biggest name in this movie as of, as of right now is Jenna Ortega, plays Tara Carpenter, Sam's sister. I probably don't have to say much about her. Like Jonathan Majors, uh, her star is rising fast and with the success of the Netflix series Wednesday. She also had a role in the film X, which starred Infinity Pool's Mia Goth, which we talked about earlier this year. Uh, next, we got Mason Gooding, plays Chad Meeks, Martin. Nephew to Randy Martin, a.k.a. Or I guess it's Randy Meeks. I don't know. I don't know why I put Randy Martin. But yeah, Randy Meeks, a.k.a. Jamie Kennedy's character. Uh, he was he had a small role in Booksmart. He was in a show on Hulu called uh, Love, uh, Love Victor in a movie uh called moonshot it's he's in he's been in stuff he's just been in stuff uh it's then we really got funny that randy's nephew is a chad <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah Rand, randy chad. Randy meeks like he the his whole hook is that he's the you know the virginal film nerd yeah. and his nephew is a chad it's <laughs> <That's just> funny <laughs> uh jasmine savy uh brown uh, it plays Mindy Meeks Martin, and she's the niece of 
uh, Jamie Kennedy's character again. She uh, she has a main role in Showtime's Yellow Jacket. And she also had a small role. This was interesting because I didn't pick this up. She had a small role in Missing, which was another film we watched earlier this she year. She was the best friend. She, no, she plays June. She plays the June version of her, doesn't she? Or is she the best friend? If she's the best friend, then I apparently whatever I looked up was not correct. June version. Isn't she the uh, or the actor, the Netflix remember, version? Remember the main girl had a friend who came over. Well, then maybe that's who it was because well, I, I thought mean, when I was looking my stuff wrong, up, I thought that's, that's who it was. Yeah. Oh, you're you're thinking that she was the the, the Netflix version of June. Oh. Yeah, I think mm. that's what I read, but maybe I'm maybe I maybe no, I, I have I, it wrong I, on it. I need that. Nance, yeah. could you could you? deep dive into this deep dive you slam that keyboard until we figure out exactly who Pack she it. and missing because yeah, i would I'm assume that it. she was the you know what I'm I, about, the and i think was there. yeah she might have been the best friend character but yeah. i thought i read she was the actress june version the the netflix version when they do the recreation of the events that happened in in the movie it's been a while since I've seen yeah it. you haven't seen it in a while wrong, all right next up we got the legacy characters. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Okay, so first up, not much to say here. Courtney Cox turns for the sixth installment of this franchise as Gail Weathers. She's the only cast member to appear in every film aside from Roger L. Jackson, who does the voice of Ghostface, which I wouldn't really count because he's not in the movie. He's the voice of the movie. You know, you know what I'm saying. Do they ever put him in? Do they ever give him a cameo? I don't. I should have looked that up, and I, I never did. So at this point. Uh, Hayden Panettera returns as the character of Kirby Reed, who supposedly survived her stabbings in Scream 4 because she has the cheerleading powers from Heroes now, because that's <laughs> that's how that one works. Uh, I made that joke. I, I thought about that, and I was like, oh my god, has anybody put those two together? Uh, Panettera was on a four-year, four to five-year, it just depends on wh how you look at it. She was on an acting hiatus. I guess she had a kid and she decided she was gonna take a break for a while and some face um, surgery babies do it yeah uh and then she uh so she reached she actually had reached out to the filmmakers and were like hey i'm you know i i hear that you guys are doing another scream i'd like to have my character come back i didn't know this apparently like i forgot she was in four completely i was like wait she was in four um completely forgot she was in four i guess a lot of fans really liked her in four and you know they were sad to see her get killed true? off do you, I don't know. You just keep hearing fan favorite, and when I hear something over and over, I I get I'm, I question I'm that because suspect, I'm like I don't I'm remember. I suspect that they paid a PR firm to have a bunch of bots just keep associating her with I, fan favorite. She's good. She's fine, but like fan favorite implies she was like I thought she was pretty stiff. Off. In six, in, in, in six. I well, mean, I mean, she hadn't been acting in a while, and. I, we'll get into that. But anyway, and then you got anyway. Skeet. I can't believe his name's Skeet. Skeet, yeah. Skeet Oltrich, uh returns for the third time in the franchise. Second time is a vision of Billy Loomis. Didn't know ghosts could age, guys. Uh, <laughs> okay. You really need to work on that one, guys. Come on. Yeah. Well, they, they hit Nico, it. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nance. Well. Going back to the last person, Nico says everyone loved Kirby in four. So Nico is our resident uh he's the uh, resident stream fan. fan yeah like uh super fan yeah so nico is a bot we got it okay yeah. cool thank you <laughs> all right moving on <laughs> how much you, are nico. they paying you nico how much are they paying you nico <laughs> all right now we got let's go to the elephant in the room on this movie uh so no sydney 
Sydney Prescott is is does not exist in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but she sends her love, guys. She sends her love. Uh, I hate when movies do this when they're like, okay, well, we ought to explain something away. Here's a quick little throwaway dialogue to explain why she's not here. Well, again, okay, silly. Okay. We all year we're going to be talking about how certain things. Uh, like again, early on, it was all these movies had weird themes of family. Yeah. And then uh, what were we talking about last week? There's no Sylvester Stallone. Why yeah. is there no Sly I did, in Rocky? You know what's funny why is I, I, I didn't have to recreate that little no sign. I was just like, I kept the one from last week. So I yeah, was just like, copy exactly. and paste, baby. Uh, yeah. So Campbell, Campbell, no relation to our Lord and Savior, Martin Campbell. <laughs> I just wanted to make that joke. To summarize her statements to the press, she felt that the salary that the production had offered her was inadequate and undervalued which she brought to the franchise. And I can read the so whole quote here if you thing? want. It was uh, a money thing. Basically, I wonder she how says, much it was. Charlie, I'm, 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 I'm waiting for you to roll your eyes. You ready, Charlie? You yeah, ready? ready? I'm going to read this. I'm going to read it. You ready? I've got the rolling already. Okay. All right. As a woman, I've had to work extremely hard in my career to establish my value, especially when it comes to screen. I felt that the offer that was presented to me did not add, uh, did not equate to the value I have brought to the franchise. It's been very difficult what does her decision to a move on. What have to do with anything that she said? Why does to, she have to all of my next? Scream fans, I love As you. You've always been so Why are you making it racist? incredibly supportive to me. I'm forever grateful to you and to what this franchise has given me over the past 25 years. And then they, they the filmmakers did state Just they were like, Just be happy oh, you're still working, Chica. As a woman, you should <laughs> yeah, she in, happy. Is she in anything? About that. I don't, like, I, 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 I would have, but honestly, paycheck? she's probably getting, she probably gets residuals off these movies anyway. So I don't, I don't think mm. we need to worry about Nev Campbell, Campbell. Like, okay. I don't think we need to here's, worry, guys. Here should be thing. okay. She should they pay her well? Yeah, they should do right by her. But at the same yeah. time, this is a business, and that's how it goes. You're not the young. No. Li- that's the same for all of them. Like remember, when well, the, we don't know. The- and then, but to I wonder fair, how big of a know. part she would have been. Like, yeah, it's, it's like a cameo, and they're just like, here's some money. But they did they make also a joke say that old Dewey looks in the fifth movie, and the point yeah. being that you're not young forever, and eventually you're no. going to be replaced. It's like it's like a. You know, uh, it's like an older Bond being all pissed off that he's not getting paid. It's like, well, you're replaceable now because you're old. Yeah. It, it's just, it's the well, nature of the business. I, I yeah, I you get know? it. I think the other part of the the, the other thing though is that uh, they did have to change a lot of the script because I think they intended her to be more in the script in this one, and they they had to change the script from what from what I read. They made it sound like yeah that her not being the movie changed a lot of what was in this movie. But I think she maybe they had ball, she should have played they, ball. Like I, I get it. It is I what it is. It. it is what it is. End. It is what it is. But but it, it it reminds me of Robert Duvall turning down Godfather three, and it was it was all over money. And it's like, dude, I get it. You could have made a good movie. At point you want to make money. I get it. But true, dude, it's a business. And now now the whole series suffers just because you wanted a little bit more money, but you're not the star anymore. Sorry, uh, sorry, I don't necessarily agree. Star but okay. Anymore. So she, her not being in this week in this movie. So you think that I don't know. She I don't know if it weakened. I don't. Okay. The thing is, I don't know if her not being in this movie weakened it. Um, I think this is the weakest. I don't think it to did. hear what she would have done. 
Yeah, I don't know what it would have been, but yeah, they would have. She's just in the museum. Without knowing what it would have been, but I do, I, I, I have to assume that this movie would have been stronger. And I, and I, and why not? Okay, and and, okay, let me flip now. Let me flip now. Stupid ass producers should have paid her a little bit more money, and then, and then respectfully and ceremoniously killed her off. That would have been better than not having her at all, because being killed, like. I, uh, uh, some reviewer was talking about how pissed off he was that Dewey got killed. And I'm like, no, dude. Killing him is almost a way of honoring him. And they even say it when the, when the, when Ghostface kills, uh, okay, we're, for, we're getting too much on, into it. Spoilers. From here on, uh, uh, spoilers, even though McGregor. We do, yeah, we do have to put a spoiler warning after this one because I do have one other thing we're going to talk about. I have a couple more things we're going to talk about. And then we'll go it, through the movies once spoilers. and spoilers. Go ahead, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll go, mom. Go ahead. All right, go, mom. We'll talk about more stuff later. All right, let's talk about the killers in this movie. So this is a spoiler. Oh, well, then, well, then, you haven't seen the movie. Then we're, in, then we're in spoilers. Yeah, we are. So spoilers. <laughs> okay, you've been warned. Hang on, let me finish what I was going to say. Then. What oh my god! Is that moment where they kill Dewey in the fifth movie, and the and Ghostface says it's an honor. It's an yeah. honor mm-hmm. to kill you, and that's like. In a way, it's a, you know people are pissed off. Oh, he shouldn't have died. No, but to to be killed ceremoniously and with with heavy effect is to be honored. Yeah. In a movie yeah. franchise like this, that that and that's why with this movie, uh, Gail Weathers gets attacked, stabbed viciously. You're basically like, okay, she's dead, but she doesn't die. I thought that was disrespectful. So few uh, people. Her. Let's, let's so just respectfully people kill let's her. Just... God. Let's move on. I think we should talk about that more, but let's let's move on, please. Let's please move on. Let's talk about the killers of this movie. Guess what? Okay. There are three, maybe you could say five killers in this movie. Technically, yeah. they're they're <laughs> one of them's in a refrigerator. Let's just say that. Uh, yeah. Okay, so in the middle here we got Dermont uh, Mulroney plays Detective Wayne Bailey, aka Richie's father, Richie was Jack Quaid, a.k.a. the killer from the last movie, and we'll talk about that more. Uh, too many roles to to tell you, but you've probably seen him in something. He's he's, he's around. <laughs> he's been in stuff. Yeah. Uh, then you've got Jack. You've got Jack Champion, plays Ethan uh, Jack Laundrie. Jack Champion. He's, he plays their, like, r- like, Chad's roommate, but then secretly he's also, a.k.a. Richie's brother. He had a role in this year's Avatar Way of Water, which has been nominated for tons of accolades, blah, blah, blah. And then we've got uh, Liana Liberito, or Liberito. The Burrito? <laughs> I can't say her name without laughing. Uh, plays Quinn Bailey, and she's she plays uh, Mindy and Tara's roommate, and she's Richie, and she's AKA Richie's sex positive sister. You got to remember that, guys. It's very important you remember. She's sex positive sister. Um, no, definitely not and she's stain. in the movie. She's sex then, positive. She's sex positive. And then we've got if you Anthony. Just say Rom- it in a positive way, it means it's good. Anyway, go on. Anyway, you've got Anthony. Uh... <laughs> I'm murder positive, which means that. I know you killing are. Killing people uh, is okay because I'm murder positive. All right, guys. I'm killing down. positive. Calm what... down. Anthony <laughs> Rav- uh, Vol- Volori. I, I'm butchering that one real bad. I'm going to call him Anthony Ravioli today. Okay, guys? It's Anthony Ravioli Yeah, definitely now. from now on, we need the names yeah. on screen. I will not do that. So then we can... Um, then it's even funnier how... I will not do that. 
just to what make it you is, mad. And then laugh at you harder as you mispronounce it. You should. Thank you. Uh, he plays Jason uh, Carvey and is very briefly the killer. You've seen him in the MCU Spider-Man films as well as Grand Budapest, Budapest Hotel, among other mm -hmm. films. Reminds me of someone we went to high school with. You have to guess. Um, I'm going to just leave it there. Like You guys have to guess and tell me later who he reminds me of. Oh, um, okay. Well, He's someone uh, we Nico, all went. I agree with this, Nico. I agree. This is this is one of those moves that was just like uh, a fresh move. Here's a Ghostface killing, and then immediately rips the mask off. You know and that was yeah. No, that was one of the good parts of this movie. Like one of the highlights yeah. of the movie. One of the highlights yeah. of the movie. Thought it was great. Sure. Uh, and then these totally. are just general observations that I had made that I don't I didn't find listed as specific. Like the directors were like, yeah, we were channeling this. Uh, for one, and it is this film takes place uh, in New York. Seems to be a nod to Jason Takes Manhattan, which is I think Jason uh, Friday Thirteenth Eight, uh, which I think on TV is it's on a TV in the background when I think when Jason comes home or something, it's on a television. Mm. Uh, also, the fact that the film is the second uh, is the second with two main characters, Sam and Tara, in which one of them has a connection to the original killer is very similar to Halloween Four and Five respectively so like in that franchise they got like uh what's her name decided she didn't want to come back so they had to kind of create new characters to kind of fill those roles as like who the screen king characters are going to be so it's like jason's like long lost sister or niece or something like that and they made this weird connect not jason sorry michael's long lost sister niece uh and also this film was made in canada which is probably why it doesn't feel as new york as it probably could have like i I don't know what it is. It's just when you watch the movie, there's times where I'm like, you don't see as many New York landmarks as a, you probably want to in something that says, oh, this movie takes place in New York. And it's yeah, because it's, they it's, it's like, it oh, it's in New York. And then it just takes place in, largely in an apartment yeah, like, building and in, yeah. and in theater. Like it had like, Central it's, Park it's, or all kinds of yeah, stuff. A good New York movie has like at least one or two landmarks that like you toss in, especially yeah. like Central Park or something. There was no unnecessary. So really, all you get is SP. the subway. And get, well, okay. I, uh, they're in college. So I do appreciate about this film series is I don't think there's ever any nudity, right? And 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 that makes me like this series more. With Friday the Thirteenth, there's tons of remember. gratuitous sex and nudity, and that's kind of core to that. It's important to that. But but these movies would be PG thirteen if not for the. I think they're all R, right? They would be PG thirteen yeah. if not for the violence. But I I appreciate that they don't, they they don't have gratuitous sex. I think yeah. that elevates these movies. I think it it, it maintains a certain yeah. integrity and intelligence to them, right? Mm -hmm. So um, it, there there's a there's like I said, if you if you're like a film freak, you have to love the scream movies. But my biggest gripe with this is that the that hook, that main reason why you love Scream movies as like a film buff, um, uh, is diminished in this. As I said in my opening, it's diminished in this to where it's like the movie doesn't know what it is anymore, as opposed to all of them knew what they were. So, so, so speaking of that, speaking of that, let's talk. I'm going to go through every single movie, all six movies. And we're going to talk about what is that movie commenting on or being meta about and who the killers were. So you could just, you can know you're like, if I haven't seen these in a while and then be reminded and you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm not going to go through all the details. Just 
general, yeah. like, like I said, that's what's every going on. installment knows which installment they are. So the first movie we've got is Scream, right? Uh, so let's recap and just talk about how each of these films are commentary to horror genres. Uh, the first Scream is a commentary on slasher slasher films, which by the time in the mid-90s had kind of run its course with films like Halloween, Friday the 13th, uh, even Wes Craven's Nightmare on Elm Street, who directed the first four, like we had said previously, uh, first four Scream movies. And just so we cover our bases, the mo- the killers in this movie was Billy Loomis and Stu uh, Mocker are the killers. Something, something, they they are worded, because I don't know how monetation works with that word, are worded and murdered Sydney's mother because she had an affair with Billy's father and destroyed his family. So he wanted to get back at her and decided to do with this whole ghost face thing. So that was the first movie. That's the first movie. It's about slasher movies, but then it's it, it, the it, next also, it's it, let me, let me, let me chime in. Okay. As go ahead. Going. So it's, sure. it is more like that's, that's the story, but it is more or less remaking Halloween with tons of self-aware commentary regarding horror movie tropes. Sure. Like mm-hmm. more than any other movie, it is Halloween, and at and I in one of at maybe in the third no 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 in five, uh 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 the main uh Sam, Sam yeah. Carpenter is explaining to her boyfriend what the movies are, and uh and he's like that sounds like Halloween. You know, it's like oh yeah. a bunch of suburban kids get butchered by a guy in a Halloween mask, and he's like, are you talking about Halloween? No, I'm talking about Stab. Well, it sounds a lot like Halloween. So anyway, continue. All right. So then we get on to Scream 2. The film focuses on the horror sequel and trying to be as good as the original, as well as all the tropes that go into doing so. Debbie Salt is a.k.a. Nancy Loomis, uh, who's Billy's mother, is out for revenge. And then uh, Mickey Altieri, which is played by Timothy Oliphant, uh, he wants to get caught so that he could become famous for for all these murders uh and that's the second movie and then of course like again it's trying to trope off of sequels and i think it was more sequels in general not necessarily like the first or second or sorry the second or third or fourth it just in general there's always the next film uh and then we get to do you have anything you want to add well just uh yeah just it's acknowledging again the meta uh, like i'm more for for me it's all about the meta these movies have significance because of their meta awareness and if you get rid of the meta awareness you weaken the movies overall uh as i said in my opening but um acknowledging that sequels generally suck and tend to dial everything up to compensate for a lack of originality that's the that's that's the core of scream 2 yeah and then we've got uh scream 3 is the film about trilogies. So you're seeing less horror films in here. These, and I remember, at the time, some of these movies have more movies in there, like Star Wars has more films now, and so does Alien. <laughs> but at the time, the height of, of the rage was like, you got to have a trilogy of movies is like what you wanted to go for. It's Indiana Jones had a trilogy. Back to the Future has a trilogy. Star Wars has a trilogy. Uh, Alien had a trilogy. Like All these films had trilogies, and this is like, into the 90s, 2000, when this movie comes out, uh, that was the thing. That was the thing uh, to have. And as Nico said it, his man was Roman, because yeah. Nico My is murder-positive, yeah. everybody. Nico is murder-positive. <laughs> uh, Roman Bridger, 
Roman Bridger, the director of the Stab films, which is the meta universe version of the Scream movies in within Scream. So in Scream, the universe, there are this series of movies that their events are based off of called Stab. Uh, does he? Okay, and, sorry. In that universe, does he direct the the first? No, no, no. no I want to say he does. No, the director of Stab One was Robert Rodriguez. Oh, okay. I know, I know he's the director of the third one because they're doing the third three, movie yeah. and he's the director. Yeah, yeah, he's the director of three. Yeah. So he's he's the director of the third one and he was all along secretly Sydney's half-brother and convinced mm. Stu and Bill Billy from the first one back then to kill his mom because his mom had wait. rejected him. Wait, wait, That's wait. That's how that one that, all okay, goes. Okay, that I missed. That I missed. Yeah. He, he, he's the one who convinced... I thought that he yeah. just okay. Yeah, all these movies. Yeah, run yeah. They're, it's it's <laughs> weird and convoluted. But remember, okay. this was when this was when it was going to be a trilogy, and this would have been the last movie in that franchise at the time. Yeah. So we thought. So it's like he, yeah, and he it had was. orchestrated it was, everything it was from, for a while. It, yeah, it, it was. was and this is two thousand. So this is year two thousand. Yeah. Now we move on to Scream Four, and remember, okay, so wind the clock back. Remember when we were in about it was between two thousand and twenty ten. Let me, there okay, were, hang on, hang on. You couldn't go, hold on, hold on. You couldn't go to a movie theater. Hold on. You couldn't go to a movie theater without seeing a poster or a trailer for a horror slasher film remake. Like remakes were yeah. all the rage at the time. Like every, anytime you watched the movie theater, it was like, oh, it's a new Halloween movie. Wait, it's the remake. Or, you know, I've got some of these other listed Texas Chainsaw Massacre, House of Wax, uh, Hills Have Eyes, Amityville Horror. Like these were all horror remakes that came out like yeah. this, within this short period of time. And now, again, like we've heard it all before. It's like Hollywood's out of ideas, of course. But like these were all very specific, updated versions of these movies. And then in this movie, and then I read this and I'm like, this is so fucking weird that they, they did this. But Julia Roberts' niece, a.k.a. Emma Roberts, a.k.a. Jill Roberts, which is the name of her character, which is so weird. Uh, she's like super meta. And the, no. AKA Sydney's cousin is the main killer wanting the fame of her cousin, the, the fame that her cousin had. So she's trying to orchestrate this whole murder so that she can basically become the next, uh, she's literally, Prescott. she's literally remaking the events yeah. of the original movie where she is both the perpetrator and the victim. So yes. she can reap tons of attention. Again, every single installment, is brilliant so far as it knows what it is. Scream 4 being a remake, literally remaking the events of the first one. It's and like, there's just, every one of them is brilliant. Even the third one that everybody shits on is still brilliant. I, I, uh, the only thing I wrote on that was that the, the core thing is that what Randy says, he's like, for, for Scream 3, he's like, you're either in another movie, just a subsequent movie, which means it's yeah. the same rules as the sequel, as as number two. Yeah. Or you're in a completed trilogy. And if you're in a completed trilogy, then it's going to go back to the beginning. There's going to be some major truth that is revealed that changes mm -hmm. the entire trilogy, right? And to your point, it was yeah. the, it was how he, uh, the the brother convinced uh, Loomis. Sorry, I didn't realize to, you were you were talking about three. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't I'm have jumped jumped, jumped you if I didn't. Yeah, because that's because didn't that's, have jumped you if I knew important. that. Sorry. And then hold on, but you jumped me. So again, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's it's Julia Roberts' niece, 
And then yeah. also Macaulay Culkin's brother. Super meta now. Yeah. I don't know why they, they, they made that. That had to have been a, an intentional casting choice. But it's Macaulay Culkin's brother, a.k.a. Rory, Rory Culkin, plays Charlie Walker. And he wants to be the new Randy Meeks for the narrative of the remake that they're creating, that, that they're spinning. Yeah. Basically, this this new idea. It's like, oh, well, I'll be the new Randy and you're going to be the new Sydney, you know, for this new story. And of course, like they both get their comeuppance. She, I think, kills him. Uh, and so then they 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 move on now, which I, I literally when when this movie came out, wait, I think wait, wait, hang people on, were hang like, hang on. I'm going to keep I'm going to keep jumping in every time you finish. All right. Keep jumping in. So just with like the little. Do you want me to go back to notes. four? Are we talking? Are we still talking yeah, about go four? Back four? Go back to four. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So again, <laughs> it's it's all it's it's the remake, right? Like, the, yeah. and they say repeatedly, "Don't fuck with the original." That's one of the direct lines. It's the like, line at the end of the movie. Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. Don't uh, fuck with the original. But they're all commenting on what's going on in the horror genre at the time. So they're talking about torture porn with like Saw, uh, you know, contemporary horror flicks. Talking about how played out scream is taking franchises too far nothing's original everything getting way too complicated for its own good one of my favorite mm. lines is yes stab five which again stab is the scream movies but within the universe of scream they're the stab yeah. movies stab five has time travel which is by far the worst which is a perfect line right like that's fantastic she does uh she does this whole thing to get attention by remaking the events of the original but but, but going back to my my intro the whole thing is like i wish these movies would start doing the ridiculous stuff that the stab movies were doing right get, do do some supernatural stuff do some time travel stuff because uh you can't you cannot do this forever unless you are self-aware uh, uh, transforming these movies into absurdity, just like yeah. they say in four. They say they, they, they're they le leading up to jumping the shark, and they should, as opposed to trying yeah. to prolong this as long as they can. Because if they keep prolonging it without accelerating it, it, it is going to turn into another washed-up franchise. And I don't want to see that mm -hmm. happen to my beloved Scream franchise. I would I would love to see it escalate in a way that uh, we can we could be like holy shit they're jumping the shark but they know they're jumping the shark and that's an an enjoyable experience versus pathetically trying to keep this going for too long yeah and weakening it and undermining so, why it came out in the first place so now we finally move on to scream five which is just wait hold on i went backwards Oop, my bad scream it's just scream but hold on don't say anything because it's literally mm -hmm. just called just scream as commentary of the legacy sequels just sharing the same name as the original, i.e. Halloween Perfect. 2018 was a sequel to Fantastic. Halloween. And also Shaft, which for some weird reason, there are more Shaft sequels, but like two of the Shaft sequels are just titled Shaft, which is weird. I don't understand why they do that. Anyway, and so instead of calling it Scream 5 or Scream V, which was so easy because they obviously did it for this movie, they just called it, or Scream 5, they just called it Scream. But in the movie itself they make that joke. They say, like, why is it called Stab? Why could they just call it Stab 8? We know it's the eighth Stab movie. Like, they make that joke within yeah. the movie. You're so not fooling it's almost like a, yeah. It's almost a joke when you see the movie. Like, at first, you're like, oh, I don't want to watch that movie because it calls it Scream. It should be called Scream 5. And then when you see the movie, you're like, oh, it's a joke because they're making that joke. They know that they know people hate that. Like, they're doing it on purpose. I love that. I actually kind of like that. That's 
That's actually exactly. kind of weird. That's that's um, that's why it's perfect. And then this film is uh, commentating on the trend of legacy sequels that are sort of passing the torch sequels to a new generation of characters rather than them being complete reboots or remakes, which means like if you if it's a remake, it's like we're taking uh, a title movie and then we're just remaking, taking that script and changing that story with new actors, new characters like King Kong has been remade multiple times. Just that story versus like a reboot would be like, oh, we're taking a franchise, restarting it. Like our Bond series, we talk about like Casino Royale is supposed to be a reboot of the Bond series. So we're starting fresh, starting from a new scene or Batman Begins. That's a reboot. That's considering starting a new yeah. franchise, but Previous not necessarily any specific film. Gone. This, this, this is, isn't this, this, but this isn't either of those. Yeah. So we're yeah. keeping the same canon, but instead of like we're doing a, uh, we're doing a sequel, but instead we're basically like, passing the torch. So everything that happened happened. But this is like starting yeah. anew, which is basically what Just this like movie Star does. So Force Awakens. examples would be Star Wars Force Awakens, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Jurassic World, etc. And it's also about toxic fans and elevated horror to some extent, but and mostly with the, the killer. So in this movie, we have Jack Quaid, a.k.a. Richie Kirch, uh, and Mikey. Her, na- her, her real name is Mikey Madison, and a.k.a. plays Amber Freeman. And they are the killers who turn turn up to be obsessive stab fans and they want to continue the franchise but they want to do it right because it's i should have included ghostbusters 2016 on here because like when people talk about toxic fandom i don't think it's so much the star wars stuff as much as it is the the whole ghostbusters story like the whole like we remade ghostbusters people hated it now we have to come back and do it i mean they kind of do that with halloween as well like they remade it rob zombie remade it so then we're going back to the original storyline timeline and Again, telling that story for when they say don't yeah. fuck with the original that's what they're talking yeah. about like don't don't piss on the original but uh and and that's why it's like i love okay let me just go through my crap it begins with talking about because 2014 had the babadook and it follows which are two of two great horror Good movies one. right so it, yep. it's like so, so what does that have to do with like that's highbrow horror versus mindless slashers, right? Scream is it, Scream is not the Scream series is not a mindless slasher so much as it's it's an intelligent take on a mindless slasher, right? All the yeah. movies it's talking about, be it Halloween, Jason, uh, you know, Friday the Thirteenth or whatever, uh, those are kind of mindless slashers, and it's commenting on those tropes. So, um. So that's where the, the brilliance is in Randy's niece, say, Mindy, saying, oh, my God, he's making a requel. And, you know, everybody's like, what is the requel? And she lays it out. Like, that's why that movie is so good. Taking the yeah. uh, taking the fandom into account and showcasing someone whose motive is specifically to make the movies better, right, by killing in real life. And, and uh, Sam says, are you saying I'm caught up in fan fiction? Uh legacy characters teaming up with a new cast to kill the bad guy uh and and then um by the end richie who's the bad guy says how can a fandom be toxic you know when it's, it's all about, about love, love guys right? it's about love say. that like and that's reality that's like a fan a fandom the fandom is like don't mess don't destroy the originals by uh and 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 they they comment on all of this stuff right in 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 scream 2022 um, but he says explicitly Hollywood is out of ideas and that's what makes that movie 
definitely one of my faves. I, I think like top two in the series overall, because it really does own that era of all these remakes, requels, reboots, seaboots, soft seaboots, soft, re- all C-boots. the terminology. It really nails down what was at the core of it, where you have Hollywood being like the fandom is toxic. It's like, no, the fandom just wants you to not destroy what's yeah. there. Right. And we can bond fandom is toxic this. because we have this channel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, we, we are part of what they're talking about where it's like, yeah. don't just don't, don't ruin the originals by, and she, and that's but, what I love. Like she, Mindy, Mindy's like, yeah, yeah. They just pump a bunch of social commentary in there to try to elevate it. And they end up ruining it. And it's like, yeah, basically, like, because they're out of ideas. They don't have anything fresh to say. But yeah, and- but at the same time, it's like I'm I'm of the mind of like it doesn't matter. They still exist. You can still watch those movies. That's how I feel about Star Wars. It's like you can watch the original sure, series sure, sure. and as a standalone and sure. like them. You can watch the prequels and standalone and like them. Movies. If you want to just I see say the that first all six the time. movies, I'm like you. It's you hard know, for me now care. watching. I don't care the how last much three. Lord of the I'm Rings like, they uh, come out with. I'll, I will only ever watch. You only have those three. Lord of the Rings. You don't even have to watch The Hobbit. <laughs> I don't. I don't care about anything new they make. I'll yeah. never watch it, and I'll just watch my beloved. Who I don't cares? care. Like, but the it doesn't matter. Though, if you like those, you can like those. It's whatever. Yeah. The the point being though that in Scream Five, he you know it's like you have all these man babies complaining that their childhood was ruined and all that. And that's where it, it uh, Scream comes along, takes whatever is happening, encapsulates it, right? Makes yeah. a movie, and thereby owns it. They own, uh, like Scream 1 owns the slasher. Scream 2 owns the, the slasher sequel. That's the whole point of, of the franchise is they, yeah. they firmly, they, they do such a good job of commenting on it that they own it. Let and me we'll, let later, Charlie, later Charlie, let me bring tee off. Let me tee off. Let me get you. Let me, let me, let me get your ducks in a row. Let me get you ready for your rant. Mm. Okay. Let me, let me tee up for your rant. Yeah. All right. Like, let's talk real quick. Cause I wrote my stuff down about scream six and it's not everything about it. It's just like what we've been talking about. Like, what is this movie about? Who are the killers? That's it. But I'll tee you up. Right. So this film scream V I scream six This film is basically about franchises as a whole and how films are not just a single ongoing narrative, but a vast interconnective lore, I guess. I'm honestly not sure if it really nails down down what it's trying to say. Maybe it's just talking about how legacy sequels have to stand on their own after the legacy characters have been killed off or don't exist anymore. I guess. Let's just talk about this film because before you get into it, Nancy. I appreciate you. You just you put that beautifully. Anyway, Nans. Uh, Nans, we have been talking so long, um, and just I haven't talked to you in forever. I haven't talked to you because you've dropped your phone in in a in a piss toilet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have been phoneless for several His phone days. Was now. <laughs> His phone was so, murdered. <laughs> so let's all shut up and just stand by our Nans real quick. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think it was too bad. It's not. Not in the like top of the list for sure, but and yeah, I would think. Whoops. Yeah, go ahead. I would think maybe, maybe five somewhere in the in that area. Okay, McCurdy looks. But yeah, like I didn't. I didn't dislike it. I remember. I, I didn't was, watch uh, all of them like you guys did. Um, 
I have seen most of them. I can't say I've seen all of them even, but I definitely saw Scream 2022 and enjoyed that one. Um, and this one, it's a little convoluted, I would say. And as we've already touched on, kind of... You said you didn't or did see the last one? I saw Scream 2022 in okay. 2022 or whenever it Okay, came okay. Out. So you at least seen that because I didn't see that yeah. one going into this one and I was a little oh, really? lost. But the okay. movie does catch you up a little bit. And I was like, okay, okay. And I did watch a little I video used of more like, who the killer up. was yeah. and everything. I didn't re-watch it, and I didn't have time to watch all the others. But um, definitely agree with, with you guys on that the points of, um, you know, it kind of strays away from the Scream formula in a in a not great way. Like, it, that's it, what it makes the older Scream so clever is, flasher. like, the commentary on yeah. movies. And the moment you lose get it that, bit, you're not enough. You're just another slasher. The moment you no longer have the commentary, you're just another slasher. So she says, she's like, she's like, hey guys, we're we're in the sequel to the requel. We're in a franchise now, but we're in the sequel to the reboot. So it's like remaking the original sequel, Scream Two, where it takes place in college. And then mm -hmm. we're also going to push the nostalgia button by referencing all the other movies, and then. So, again, my conclusion is this movie should have been explicitly and repeatedly about fan service and nostalgia. It should have been it, this like, OK, what is the crux of the Scream series? It's owning up to fully acknowledging what you are. Right. Mm -hmm. But this movie didn't exactly do that it just it just threw it's like you said dan just sprinkled in a little a, commentary yeah. sprinkled it in where just it was like we're the sequel to the reboot movie. well what does that mean did they ever truly break that down i don't think so so but instead what did they have they had a full-on ghost face killer shrine well don't you think that if you're gonna do that and you're gonna literally have the killers uh, at, with every kill referencing previous kills and killers and all that stuff, don't you think that the main theme of this movie should have been nostalgia and fan service, and that would have that would have fueled your meta commentary? Well, no. Instead, they got lazy and they were just like, uh, "Yeah, uh, it's the sequel to the reboot." And literally, all they say it's the sequel to the reboot, which means that all bets are off. And I'm like, "Okay, you're not." telling me anything then you're you, you have nothing fresh to say you're not doing any kind of breakdown that i can adhere to instead you're just saying you're you're pretending that you're saying something smart but really you're just like um so i don't know that's it yeah yeah that's all very, we got very few people died like maybe nobody like, died maybe nobody all died. the legacy nobody people died. should have died everybody that one girl got gets shaken up the ladder Nans, like, everybody it's it really easy Nans. yeah okay. but let me explain like the, this Nans, sam's boyfriends everybody... like i called the hospital they're good and people we thought died they they get pulled out on stretchers and they're fine guys, and this like, is why you're wrong this yeah. is why everybody, you're wrong everybody's this is why you're okay. wrong guys this fine. is why you're wrong about this okay this is why you're wrong about this because they got cheerleader girls powers okay everyone got cheerleader <laughs> girls powers in this movie <laughs> And that is why they the all live. That, that, is why, that is why they all live. That's Charlie. There's your answer. That's that's the show jumping the shark. That like everyone lived. No, I agree. That was my biggest complaint. Was they had this movie has some of the best set pieces. When I say set pieces, just like sequences of how characters are getting killed 
in, I really like this I think in a lot of the screen movies, like the cool. subway scene, the convenience store scene's really great. The yeah. intro is really yes. great. I, I wasn't without a huge... the meta commentary. That means nothing to me. No, That's but just another slasher movie. I got, movie. I, yeah, I know. But yes. with those yes. scenes, with those scenes, I was like, yeah, these are awesome. But then like you get the subway scene and it's really great. And then you're like, but she doesn't die. And then yeah. like, and then, and then the, the Chad, gets brutally stabbed and, and then he doesn't die brutally just like ripped to shreds and then it's like no oh, he's fine and then gail <laughs> like you and i but like gail gets stabbed and like there's a moment where you're like oh shit we're gonna kill her here, here would be my point here would be my point if they would say if they would start making fun of marvel and be like yeah nobody ever dies they always come back then yeah. no nobody in this movie dying and everybody coming back i'd be like that's brilliant they're making fun of the tropes of the day, which is that no matter how hard anybody should have gotten it, they they yeah. come back. That's yeah. brilliant. But without that added element, I'm going, you're you're you don't have your meta commentary anymore. Yeah. You know, hey, yeah. Remember, remember in um, remember in Infinity or no, in Civil War, when uh, uh, War Machine, when he fell to the earth and then and then he ended up coming back like just miraculously. He's OK. Uh, if they would have made a meta joke, a meta commentary joke about how nobody ever really dies, no matter how brutal their killing is, they end up being okay. And then at the yeah. end of the day, everybody in this movie is fine. That would have been brilliant. That would have mm -hmm. been a very scream thing to do. But instead, it was. It, I, 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 as a cynic, I get the cynical feeling that they're the producers are just trying to extend this series out. And they're kind of lowering it from what it used to be, which was film commentary. They're lowering yeah. it to just being a a, a a slasher film. So this is less of a screen. Remember, you know how with Bond, we're always talking about the difference between a good movie and a good Bond movie. This mm -hmm. is maybe a good slasher movie, but not a good scream movie because it doesn't have anything to say about horror movies or about the horror franchise or movies in general. I think I think That's my point. I think you were you're when you were talking about this, you're like, oh, it should have jumped the shark. My point should have been yes. Can a movie? My point should have been more in line. I think this movie should have been more in line with can the movie survive without? Because like, of course, Dev Campbell decides not to come back. Great. It's an opportunity for the screenwriters to say, okay, how do we use that for a sequel? Okay, what if? How can a movie? that is a part of a franchise survive without the main leads. We're already seeing that with the Marvel films. People are saying mm -hmm. the phase four movies aren't that great because we're not, we don't see yeah. Robert Downey Jr. We don't see Chris Evans. Uh, yeah. And I mean, that's, that's like a very simplified view of that, but like, you're not seeing that uh, the Jurassic world movies were like, they, like they did a sequel and it kind of failed. And then they did another sequel and that one really failed. So like did you, they you ever, do wonder to your point did they ever say that in this movie did they ever say no and well, they wait, don't Sydney, and that's what I think Sydney they should have come said back, if Sydney doesn't come back then then none of this yeah. means anything and somebody's yeah. like well I don't know we don't necessarily need Sydney you know what I mean like it's just like yeah like if you had that, like that then like, you had something brilliant. like that that's brilliant but no can a movie can a franchise that. yeah can a franchise stay afloat when you don't have the the original leads or something like that like that would have been better. Yeah than what we kind of got which was kind of like a half-baked like let's rush this into the theaters kind of idea because that's kind of what it felt like yeah. 
Because I, mm-hmm. they're, you they're, were, they're like, literally remaking the second movie. That's that's what the, yeah, this movie. Was I felt like they were making the second movie, but without where, without the meta commentary that made it feel like a part of the Scream series. There was like, dialogue there, there in this movie. Enough. I didn't know what? this till after the fact. I didn't know this until after the fact because I went and saw five after that. I went home saw five. But there's like dialogue in this movie that is almost stripped from the first movie, or from, when I say the first movie, the fifth movie, where that you know was what he's I like. Said. They're like, they're my like, oh, I'm like, this is like, leftovers. He's like, he's like, it was, did you not know it was so easy to blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, that's exact kind of the same cadence in which Richie says, like, it's so easy yeah. to find somebody who's just open to becoming boyfriend or whatever. And like, it was very similar to what both the, the roommates said. It's like, it was so easy yeah. to become your roommate and all this stuff. And I'm like, did you, did you just like copy and paste? Is that what you did? That- yeah, so it's like on on the one you know? hand, on the one hand, this is a um, it is a it's a remake of the second movie in the same way that Star Wars Episode Eight is a remake of Star Wars Episode Five. Uh, sort of, but yeah. there 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 isn't enough meta commentary talking about that for this to be a scream movie. Versus this being just a a, a, a slasher movie, right? Yeah. And that's what that's where I worry. I worry that that's why I'm in my intro. I'm like producers, jump the shark, start getting absurd and ridiculous, and then I'll still be on board because you'll be commenting on what inevitably happens to a film series. It starts getting very crazy and absurd. So my question would be this: Would Wes Craven, the director of the first four, would he like this movie or would he go, Ugh, you guys are kind of killing the original concept of these movies. You're kind of getting lax on what these movies are, are meant to represent. So, so let mm-hmm. me just throw out some absurd examples of what I'm talking about, because again, if they would have taken all of the, um, uh, if they, cause again, <laughs> you have a literal ghost face killer shrine, Right, and you're referencing the hell out of all the previous movies. That is that is fan service, and that is nostalgia, which is great. If the core theme of the meta commentary would have been about nostalgia, and you know, because you got '80s nostalgia, you got '90s yeah. nostalgia. Um, this movie should. Well, have we been talked about, about the eight. Yeah, we talked about the eight movie, or we talked about Jason Takes Manhattan. It's like it was kind of nostalgic in that regards because they're like, oh, well, remember that movie? Like this is kind of a riff on that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because they're in New York, a little bit. Is that enough? Like, yeah. Well, yeah, like, but it's like, like a lot of movies happen in New York. Yeah, no, but but with that franchise, Friday Thirteenth usually took place either on camp or like it usually took place on the lake. This was like I think it was the first one that like. Let's take it away from the lake. Let's go to New York City, like the biggest city in the world, whatever. And, and you know, that's kind of what they did in this movie a little bit, where it's like, let's take Ghostface and take him to New York. Nico, I, I didn't even read the rest. Nico says Charlie is right. I don't even need to read the rest of his. Co- no, I'm kidding. He's murder positive, guys. Come on. What, what he's saying is that, uh, in, well, I'll read the whole thing. The self-aware meta commentary and subversion of genre tropes are what makes Scream what it is. Motives have never been more, have never been important. In fact, it's been said as much multiple times. The whole thing is we're there not just for a a murder fest. We're not just there to watch a slasher. We're there to watch a slasher 
that is commenting on the horror tropes of the time. And if you're not doing that, then again, cynically, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that the producers are just trying to extend the franchise without really caring about the franchise. And that's why I say, what would Wes Craven think about this movie? He might be like, yeah. oh yeah, the horror stuff was good, but you didn't do any enough. scream stuff. Yeah, you didn't talk about stuff. So, so here you go. Here's, here's like, I put, I put 30 seconds into thinking about how they could jump the shark, okay? Going absurd, right? Okay, so if the series is going to do what it does best and showcase the inevitable escalation of a franchise, just like they did in 5, right? They showed glimpses of, I, and I love that stuff about 5, where it's like, uh, it's like Ghostface Killer has a he has a, a a new weapon and it's like a a fucking flamethrower and like it's it's stupid it's like and part five has time travel and it's it's absurd and and terrible and that's what's great um uh so okay so uh, showcasing the inevitable escalation of a franchise they're going to have to take things to a higher level of absurdity than what we got here in number six if they wish to continue being brilliant. They're going to have to jump the shark and then be aware that they're jumping the shark. So, okay. So imagine this, right? Instead of the, imagine those nine masks, right? Like the nine, the, you know, the Lord of the Rings, you know, the nine. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, so uh, oh a God. ghost face cult arises that figures out how to resurrect the literal ghosts of each of the nine <laughs> ghost face killers. And they unleash these spirits upon all of New York City. Sam and company have to reverse the process by trapping each soul inside of their respective mask by offering a blood sacrifice. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Screambusters. That's crazy. That's stupid. <laughs> but that would be Definitely that would be stupid. that would reflect what I'm like the absurdity of escalating this franchise to where it's like they're jumping the shark, but they they have to if they're gonna. I got a better one. It. I got a better one. Go ahead. Add okay. to this absurdity, please. I will. This one's less absurd because it's already fitting in with what we know about from five and six. Because I do feel like one of my, my biggest gripes about five was this Billy Loomis ghost. It was like, we got to bring this actor back so we can just have another person to come back. And yet he yeah. like looks old as shit every time you look at it. You're like, yeah, you've, you've aged, buddy. Like, like it's yeah. time to move on. Come on. So they bring Billy Loomis back, right? Well, like, do something with that. For God's sakes, do something other yeah. than, like, I'm haunted by my father. What if? Hey, honey, you should grab that knife. Like, thanks, Dad. Okay. Yeah, what if? What if instead this movie was, I keep falling asleep. I, I keep, I'm at some place at night, and I black out. I don't know what happens. And then I wake up, and I'm someplace else, right? And she's having all these blackouts, and she doesn't understand why. Then at the end of the movie, yeah. we find out she's actually the killer. She doesn't realize she's the killer because people mm -hmm. with who have like not it's not personality distorted. There's another name for it, but it's the same thing. They they will black out, at least supposedly they will black out. They don't know where they're at. And then they're like, wait, what the heck, the heck just happened? And they find out later, like, oh, I murdered somebody. What if that yeah. was the story? And actually they go crazy with it. and They make it like Billy Loomis, like possesses her. And like he's doing the killing again, and he's trying to saying, kill Gale and, and Nan, like you that's know, trying to kill all these characters. Stupid idea. That would have been better. I mean. That would be great. 
that is so because dumb in this movie, that, that would be great. This movie, it's like at the end of the movie, at the third act, it's like this is her superpower where it's like her her dad's like, all right, grab that knife. Now like stab like like okay, Every is time. it did hey, we, hey, did honey, we turn into a super knife. Yeah. It's like I yeah. saw the knife, it's over there. Go grab it. Yeah. You're like <laughs> it, exactly. really it, 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 let's, and, let's and, kill and, these motherfuckers. Let's stab them. Yeah. Like that whole concept never, the, <laughs> n- nothing really ever comes of this weird thing she has where she can talk to the ghost of her dad. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Imagine that is a, a weird thing that escalating thing to absurdity. A literal ghost cult figures out how to resurrect the spirits of all the killers and then unleashes the. So, so, so then on top of that, no, hang on, hang on. Hands. On top of you that, one more? if you did that, if, you, if they could do that, they could also bring back Randy as a ghost to return to give us oh our God. familiar meta commentary on how the story is going to end and how ridiculous everything. Like that would be great. And then, and then and this would be called idea, Scream. Another, another ridic- this- yeah, Scream Infinity. No, that's not what like, I was going to call it. Scream Seven. Name. I was going to call it Scream Seven: The Man with the Gold Mask. Yes, yes, yeah. Just go, <laughs> just go, just go stupid nuts. So then, and then, uh, so uh, another stupid idea was how about this? They get sucked into in Scream Six. Why is Nan's mom? Why is Nan's mom? Nan's is what's up, Mama Nan's? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay. So how about this? How about another stupid idea? They get okay. sucked into the first stab movie. Okay. Okay. So they're all just like Jumanji, right? So they're all, all right. suddenly trapped into repeating the same events of their beloved first movie, but nobody oh. in that movie believes them, or uh, uh, and then all of their attempts to stop the same events from happening. That's that's what I'm saying. It should go too crazy. It should go so stupid okay. and nuts and jump the shit out Listen, of the shark. Let me that pitch like you one. Let me pitch you one that's a little series. bit. Let me pitch you one that's a little bit like again. I'm gonna like turn you down just a little bit. Like you're going to eleven. Okay. I'm like, let's just go to like six yes, or seven. Here. Let's go to twelve. Go to, you want to go to twelve? I'm like, hold on, hold on. We'll get there. We'll get there. Just not yet. Okay. But here's here was the other thing. This was okay, and this is also a comment that I had about the movie, and it kind of annoyed me. But then I realized what they were doing, and I was like, okay, whatever. So at one moment in this movie, uh, you see the broken TV in the shrine, and it's from the first movie yeah. that that kills Matthew Leonard. And I think Kirby says something to Mindy and they're like, they're like, you know, some people say he's not actually dead. They don't think Stu's actually dead. And I, I sat up in my seat and I'm like, oh my God, what if Matthew Leonard shows up at the end of this fucking movie and he's the killer this whole fucking time. And he's brought these people to like come in and like, he has all the shrine and he's been working behind the shadows even before, you know, three and all this stuff. And then they didn't do that. And I was like, oh fuck. But that would have been better. Where this like Matthew Leonard actually had lived through all of these events, yeah. and then like you know somehow the some convoluted reason why he had lived, and then like would have been what I've been saying. He's been about online. Nostalgia. nostalgia. And, yes. The main thing. And then he have been finds all these fans. He takes the Richie thing from the last movie up to eleven, where he's like mm-hmm. he finds all these other people that were like stab fans and they love stab, and he like he gets them on board. Like they're a bunch of weird incels that are like, oh yeah, I fucking love stab movies and hate yeah. women. Let me kill more women. You know, like, wait, I don't know yeah. that. And like that would have been the next movie. That would have been cool. 
Are the but, scam no, movies like, okay. like somebody Scream said in that something. Meta? Somebody when I was when I was making the thumbnail, I hold I'm on. Nan's had a question. Let me follow up what you okay. were saying, and, and then we'll jump to Nance. Right. I, as I'm making the thumbnail, there was uh, uh, a um, uh, there was a, a, an article that said a fan theory is based off the trailer of of, of uh, six was that a ghost face fan club is behind the killings. And I, yeah. I was like that mm. auto automatically that sounds like what and I'm talking about, like like a yeah. bigger escalation and what you were just saying, like uh, fans of stew kind of teaming up to, cause did you, uh, did you guys ever see the show? The following with uh, Kevin? I didn't Bacon? see the show. I didn't mm -hmm. see the show. So, okay. So the show is uh, about, so it's Kevin Bacon's a cop and he's it, it's, it's nuts. Right. And it's, it's called the following because it's about a cult. Uh, and I can't remember the specifics of the cult, but everybody is a member of the cult. Like it just you it's like it's like this where everybody's a suspect. You can't trust anybody. And I would have I that's the escalation I'm talking about where suddenly there is a ghost face kill a cult that is behind this whole thing. And so just random people on the street are are just pulling out knives and stabbing them. Like just like such an escalation that is and she's absurd. already having to deal with heck oh yeah because then it could be like because these movies have always done the whodunit thing like the, everyone's like everyone's a suspect but you're like no everyone's yeah. a suspect we're in the big yeah you no, know how it would work better because you're in new you york city you're in the people. biggest city like like the biggest city yeah. in the united states and you're like everybody like someone like that could have been a line like they're like everybody, everyone's like, a suspect like you're like no Vinny's like no everybody's you. a suspect yes yeah Exactly. Basically, what Batman? Basically, you're you're telling me what the Batman was, which I bet you they saw the Batman. They're like, we can't do that. They did that in the Batman with the Riddler. Like everyone just came yeah. out of the woodwork and was like, I'm gonna put my Riddler costume on and I'm the Riddler. But yeah. no, that would have been cool if it was that and like yeah. everybody was yeah, Ghostface. Just, like, just go to an absurd level, and and then that would justify why. Why is there this whole theater with all of these member, all this memorabilia, and the yeah. nine, right, the nine uh, costumes all lined up? It, it, it would, it, yeah. like that is some cult stuff. But instead, they attributed it to Richie. So somehow Richie got a hold of all this stuff, as opposed to a cult got a hold of all yeah. of this stuff. They had like, the that pieces was, there. So awesome. You know what they I had mean? The but no, there one, with all of the other kids. Got the all guys. of that stuff. And they're like, yeah, but how, they how had the pieces the there? Oh, because the police like money, so you just pay the cops and you get stuff. Yeah, how does one? And I'm I'm not saying I need total logic. What I'm saying is the logic would have no. been better if a whole bunch of people had come together to assemble that yeah. versus just Richie assembled all that. That's stupid. But Give then, yeah, the but you had the piece. You had the pieces there. You had the pieces there with the college kids in the beginning of the movie, where they're like, "Oh yeah, we got to finish Richie's movie," and like that could have been more of yeah, a thread in the, the rest just of the a film. Bunch of four channers. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like a, a bunch of rank subscribers. So, so okay. So anybody, anybody watching, <laughs> if you haven't, if you haven't seen uh, the following, Nico, murder positive, right? If you start watching the following, you you you'd be like, "Oh, I get what Charlie's saying." It's like. Literally everybody is a member of this cult, and that makes it so much more dangerous. And that would escalate the franchise to this absurd level that it needs now. But instead, they're just trying to do more of the same. 
and it's scream baby this is scream don't do more of the same you have to be escalating and then and then being self-aware of your escalation but or at least do more of this like in this one at least there should have been more of the scream formula yeah but we don't get enough no you guys we want more we want an adequate Uh oh charlie disappeared oh my gosh nance uh one thing I did like about this, let me talk about some positives real quick. You know what I, I didn't like is one, I just, they never. Yeah. It's well, it's just like any there. Go ahead, scary movie or or Bond too. It's just like just finish them off. They knock them down several times. Just like yeah, just you could have off, off them or take their mask off, and you know who they are, like Scooby Doo shit. You know, yeah. like they don't she ever like do that. Hits them with a big heavy object. Oh, well, just keep hitting them now that he's on the ground. I thought the same <laughs> Instead thing. Instead of running out, of, they do that like four or five times in this movie, and it's just. Like, Something they should I, comment on, like maybe make a comment on it. Yeah, like, and then it'd be okay. Maybe next time we actually like take his mask off or beat him, and then we we know or something, you know. Uh, something I did like though, so and I Charlie thought this here or not. What is that? Uh, Charlie? I think he's dealing with something internet related. Okay, he's having glitches now. Okay, something I did think worked in this movie that I actually did like was the fact that Sam and Tara are dealing with the events from the previous film, but they're dealing with them differently. So, like, yeah. Sam's, like, super concerned about everything, while Tara's just like, I'm just going to get drunk and high and sleep with whoever I want, because I, I just gonna don't keep care, living my you life. know? Like, and I like that line where she says something like, she says, like, I'm not going to let three day, three weird days in my life rule the rest of my life or mm-hmm. something like that, which is weird because the... Well, it's not weird. It's just the movie kind of says, like, no, you are, because that's what happened to... Sydney Prescott and Gail Weathers and every other character that ended up in these movies is that they're going to have to deal with that for the rest of their life. You you don't get yeah. to walk away from it. Uh, I think so I she made like a that. good point. Like Sam's living in the past and she's trying to live for now and in the future. But then immediately, like Sam's right, of course, and they have to deal with <laughs> Ghostface again. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. So Nico says. Pull that one up real quick. So the Nico says, one? I was, yeah, Nico says, I was supposed to do, this was from Matthew Leonard, said that I was supposed to do, hold on, ah, here we go. Charlie's I was nice. supposed to do Scream 3. Leonard said in 2022, I got paid for three, not really well, but I ended up getting paid for something I didn't do because the idea was that I'd be running high school killers, dot, dot, dot. So, yeah, like basically that idea that he's coming back at some point, either in the next movie or something. Well, I also, again, I, I don't, I don't research this stuff, but when I'm making the thumbnail or whatever, I might catch things. And apparently he said, I'm definitely not coming back for six, but I could be lying. So that's either him just doing a joke or it's like, he might, he might come back. And, and I, I, that's what I mean. I welcome, I welcome stuff like that. If, you know, if uh, Mindy is saying, yeah, usually in the seventh installment, a bad guy from the like like Star Wars, right? Like yeah. the Emperor coming coming back in the final movie. It's like somehow yeah, around this really time, came back. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> usually around this time, a bad guy from the original comes back in an absurd way, and and that's what I mean. There, overall, there just wasn't enough scream meta commentary in this yeah. movie to where i was like this isn't a scream movie so much as it's a generic slasher which is to say it's meh it's i don't like oh no there were some really good yeah. kill scenes 
okay, sure. But like, what the fuck do I care when this, the whole point of the first movie was that this, like, okay, okay, take this. Take Scream, the first movie, take Scream, and take out all the self-awareness and the movie references and all that. Somehow Charlie came back. It's just a shitty remake of Halloween. The point of the movies is to be a celebration Mm-hmm. of horror movies and movies in general. If you take that out, it's just a mediocre slasher. And so that's what we got this time was just a mediocre slasher. And there was some escalation with okay, now there's three killers and we have like the coll- the the whole collection of the of all the memorabilia and all that, but again, like but they didn't take it to a degree that I was like, oh, this is a Scream movie. They t- they they kept it at a degree where I was like, this is just a mediocre slasher it's movie. It's a remake with, of two. It's just pretending like, like, to be a Scream movie. It's like, let's do two again, yeah. but then like, let's amp two up. Because two again was like, his mom comes back and kill starts killing him. And so then it's like, okay, well, we're basically yeah. doing the same thing, but it's his dad and his dad came and back. And, and, I, and I get and that. Like, I get that. I like, get eh, that. Okay. I can I I as I'm watching it I'm like that that's what we're looking at is like this is this is a remake of two but but at the same time did they really take it to the degree that it should have been uh, they're kind of Wavos, they're kind Wavos of lazy rants, with it mm. Wavos rant says didn't get meta it was good kills I would like to put a quotes around good kills because that was so your problem is the meta yeah part. nobody died problem. No, my problem is if you're gonna have these really good scenes, I don't. I know there are mm. people that do die in this movie. Don't get me wrong. There are people that die. They're just not the main characters, the ones that we follow and care about, with the exception yeah. of maybe one, which is Mindy's girlfriend who gets off pretty quickly. But she like you you're like questioning her. like is she gonna survive? Is she not gonna survive? This movie just like there's certain characters that they stab repeatedly. And, you know, like they get that cheerleader power for some reason. And they're just walking around and be like, oh, I survived. And like, yeah. and then and then there was with Gail's Gail's killing, which we didn't talk about that much. But Gail's killing was like that one felt like because if you watch it, it's all in dialogue. It's not really. I thought else. she died. It, it felt I like thought, it, I legitimately thought she did like die. And I was like, that's died. great. And then McCurdy's like, yeah. no, dude, she didn't die. I was like, you did not die. Oh. It felt I, like and, the producers. And he got told me that I was. Feet. I was like, this. Is, I was like, fuck this. She didn't die. <laughs> fuck this movie. This is terrible. You know, it, had she died, I would like she this movie died. more. But yeah, I should have died. No, it felt like uh, producers got cold feet, and the producers were like, "Oh, we can't kill Courtney Cox off because she's been in all of these movies. We can't. Uh, we can't yeah, do, it. do it. We can't do it." And then they were yeah. like, "Okay, we can't do it." And so then they're like, "Okay, well, we'll write a piece of dialogue in there say she's still breathing." Because that's what they say. They said, oh, we got in there in time. She's still breathing. And then at the end, they're like, oh, well, we could go kill Gail and that other Mindy at the hospital, which doesn't make any sense because the other guy is the only one who's with Mindy. So, like, why wouldn't he just try to kill her? Like, it's silly. It doesn't make sense. But uh, so that all happens. And then, yeah, but then nobody died. No one of meaning dies in this movie. Like, Gail would have been the obvious choice. It would have been respecting her to kill her. It would have been a celebration. But instead, just like Dewey. Anybody who thinks that Dewey dying is a disservice, I don't think you understand these movies if you think that's a disservice. I think it's... Because again, it's not just unceremoniously just throwing them into a uh, an elevator shaft. 
it is it is take it is again the killer literally says it's an honor right it's an honor to kill you dewey and that's that that is in essence honoring him by killing him now he's gone and they just didn't have the balls to kill cut well it's not even that it just makes the movie better it makes the movie give it gives the movie weight and that like yeah forget meta for just a second you forget meta just for a second that's my yeah. problem with this movie is that a kill gives a movie weight. It's the same problem that people have with comic books in ge- not comic book movies, but comic Marvel. book characters. Yeah, Marvel DC doesn't matter. If you don't kill your character off and that character stays dead, it doesn't matter if a character dies or not. They can always come back. And that's the problem with this movie is it like they don't give a stab or a kill scene by actually killing those people off like i get it kirby comes back from four because of some weird thing that maybe it was an edit maybe they just didn't spend enough time with it whatever they're like okay yeah we can bring her back so we have a character from four to bring back whatever that's fine but like don't make that a a common occurrence for this movie where you create these core four characters and you want to have your you want to have your cake and eat it too and have oh we're gonna have our new sydney prescott and our new gail weathers and our new uh randy and our new dewey and like we're gonna make that this our new group for this movie Mm -hmm. without like kill like kill somebody for god's sakes like just if you're gonna if you're gonna have you're gonna go through all the rigmarole of having this really great subway scene or uh you know whatever like or having this emotional scene where jenna ortega's characters like she's like up like physically like they were gonna have a relationship and you were like you were Mm -hmm. feeling for her and chad you're like oh they're gonna get together and then Chad gets brutally murdered, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Like in and, front and of that would work for yeah. And that yeah. would work for be, character. Hold you on, know, Charlie, see how that would work for character deals with that because she's yeah. you know yeah. trying to move but forward. Like, Nans and I were talking about like one of the things that I I liked about the movie, at least I liked Hera. this scene, but I feel like the payoff got screwed over. Was early in the movie, she and her, you find out Sam and Tara are not dealing with the vents of five the same way sam is super cautious very worried very like she's she's freaking out like she should kind of how sydney did in the second movie tara on the other hand is living free and dying hard where she's just like i'm gonna go drink and have sex with whoever i want and get high and i just don't give a shit and all the all the things that that uh that randy would say don't do those things because then you get killed but but but, okay so but tara tells sarah she says I'm not going to let whatever it was. I'm not going to let three days of my life rule the rest of my life or something like that. And she, and, and Sarah could have easily said, you're wrong. You're dead wrong. Like you need to, because all we know is that those three other uh, legacy characters, that's what they dealt with. Every time we do these movies, it's been in their life for the entire time. And the, so when we get to the moment where she and Chad are like, they're like, they're together, they're going to be together. And then Chad gets brutally murdered. That's the wake up moment for her to be like, oh shit, I'm stuck with this for the rest of my life. That gets completely washed out when then it's like, oh, Chad, you lived. Okay, we're all, we're all good. We're all good. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like and that, nobody that learned anything. Yeah. 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 And mad. everything like, turned out great. That's what, yeah. That's exactly. what killed And it was, and it was one that after was the, the other. It, it was just like, and this person lived, and this person yeah. lived. And th- it, it just, it was so many at one time that you're like, God damn, they've lost sight of how these they movies should have had some balls. Yeah, like, like who who said it? They said someone should have balls. The producers didn't have someone said that in the in our chat. Who said that? Was that Nico? Yeah, Nico, Nico said that. They didn't have yeah. balls. They're well, right. As Huevo said, Huevo said they said core four too much. And they know Huevo. And, and I 
I agree. I, Huevos, I agree with you so far as they kept saying core four, and the joke should have been that by the end they're the the key three or something, right? Like, okay, we're yeah. not the core four. Like, okay, one of the core four is dead, so now we're the key three, and that would have been a payoff to saying core four over and over and over. But instead, there was no payoff. It was just the core four is still the core four, and that's where you go. That's what I mean. That would would Wes Craven watch this movie and like it? He might be like, "Hey, this is kind of the sellout movie of this franchise." It is where 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 just this is just a shameless money grab with because okay okay, what were we supposed to get out of this movie? I don't know. I, I'm so confused. Dead fucking silence. Nothing. You know, as opposed to. The the again the first movie is commentary on movies like Halloween. The second movie is about sequels. The third movie is about a sequel Trilogies. versus a trilogy. Right? Four is about remakes. Five is about requels. Right? What what is this movie other That's than just like a shameless cash grab that just yeah. undermines the series? What were the, what the fuck were we supposed to get from this? If it would have been yeah. about nostalgia and fan service. I would love it, but instead it's just a, it, this is just a, a cash grab where it's like, whoever's producing these now, maybe they don't give a goddamn about the previous movies. And that's why, that's why I bring up Wes Craven. Wes Craven in his grave is probably like, fuck this movie. And if they keep doing this, they're ruining what I did in the past. Right. Mm -hmm. They need Randy's a- ghost to come back and be like, you're shitting on the old scream movies. You know, like that's what we need. So, uh, Nico had, hold on. Nico had one point. He said, uh, you've never seen me. He said, Kitridge, you never seen me. up very upset. What did you think of Henry, uh, uh, Zerzin? Is that how you say it? It's like check name, Zerny? right? Zerny. Uh, uh, he was okay. But you know, what's funny wait, wait. is I think it like he plays the same kind of character he played in She-Hulk. Um, he didn't. He, but it was like he was the red herring that they didn't really give enough time to be the red herring in the movie. I oh, didn't he put. The, I, I he was the, the he was the psychologist psychiatrist. No, no. Oh, oh. I'm think. Oh, my bad. I thought he was talking about the. Um, yeah, that's the psychologist. Yeah, you're right. That is. The I guess he was. The he's the guy who's in. He's the guy who's in the first Mission Impossible. That's what he Tom means Cruise. by Kittredge, and yeah, like that's what he means yeah, by yeah, Kittredge. Yeah, You've yeah, never yeah, seen yeah. me upset. Like that's, but like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Nico, he he was wasted. He just there wasn't anything to him. No, he was just like, a, he was just he was kind of like Henry or was it Henry Winkler in the first movie? He was just like the he's like, oh yeah, we got Henry Winkler. Then he gets stabbed, and it's like the Fonz gets stabbed. All right, next movie. Yeah, <laughs> but one guy's the Fonz, you know, like yeah. But all right, sorry, Char, I thought we were talking about placing it on the list. I know where I'm placing it on the list, or at least I thought I did. But I want to hear Charlie's now. Because my, fans, you and I are very close in thinking, but yeah, I, I, my, I my, I, I'm going to give you guys a, a Scott level range, right? Where Scott my, level range, somewhere my, between yeah. two and eight. <laughs> That's a Scott level range. Yeah. Uh, my, I think my highest would be three and my lowest uh, would be above five. Megan. That's the that's yeah. the question. The question is, does okay. this beat Megan or not? No. Or, I don't think it beats I don't think Megan. I don't think Charlie, I came in here and I'm like, it's not being missing. I think missing is a much 
more it's a and much it's more solid movie and i, and I, has better, and I won't fight you i will not and it fight has you better on here's the thing missing has better twists and turns it's just an overall better, it has better story robot fight it, at the end. it has better robot fight well i'm not even yep. talking about megan i'm gonna forget a robot fight but missing is always <laughs> missing as as this list missing has kind of been my like my personal favorite of these movies I still think it's a better twist and turn movie. I felt more engaged with that movie. I was on the edge of my seat the whole goddamn time. <laughs> things fucking yeah. mattered. Like I didn't, you know, like people didn't just get stabbed and, you know, things actually just mattered in that movie. It's not better than missing. The one that I, okay, here's where I would put it currently, but you tell me otherwise. Currently it's right above Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's where I would put it because yeah, while we have all this shit, comfy all this bad shit that we're talking about, I'm like, okay, it's definitely better than Cocaine Bear. It definitely had my attention more than plain. Knock of the Cabin, I could also see it right above that movie. Magic Mike, I'm kind of on the fence of where, if it's like there. Ant-Man and the Wasp, on the other hand, it's like this big action blockbuster movie that's a part of the big franchise, but it's also got like, it's weak in very many ways. Uh, and it also has story points that don't really add up where they should have added up. And that's where I'm like, it may have done it a little bit better than Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think so. But I don't know. I don't know if, if that's the right spot. Like, I, I just yeah. think this is five or below. Scream 6 okay. is a decent movie. It's just not Scream enough. It's between, but, for me, and that's it's the between, complaint, really. it's either it's yeah. five or it's, it's uh, I guess it would be um, right above Plane. Five. So it's right above Plane or, or right above Ant-Man and the Wasp, somewhere in that range. That's where I'm at. My assumption, McCurdy, was that you're going to come in at right five, just five, below missing. And my my again, uh, there's there's <coughs> the weighing it as a screen movie, and then there's the weighing it as a movie, right? Because yeah, uh, and we and we totally we we passed on recommendations, uh, and I think we did that last week too. We just we just haven't been talking about recommendations because recommendations are difficult, where. Can you imagine recommending this movie to somebody who's never seen a Scream movie? You, can't. you know what I mean? Like, you have to uh, see. Uh, uh, I went in again. I went into this one not seeing five, and I felt lost for a good chunk of the movie, even knowing who the killer was in the previous movie. And I was like, "Oh, yeah. wait, what? Who are these characters?" And I felt like I I missed something. And then when I yeah, went and saw so five, you, I was you, like, "Okay, like if you're gonna if you're gonna recommend it, you have to, you know, the recommendations are almost moot because you're like." Well, are you a Scream fan or not? Well, if, if you're you not like, a Scream I'll, fan, why would you go see it? You'd be confused I would still as hell be pissed the whole time. Off. I would still be pissed off if I had seen all the Scream movies because of the whole, like, people not getting killed, things not Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but, but but imagine if you that hadn't seen any of them. You'd be yeah. fucking confused. You'd be, you'd be yeah. as confused as going to see Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, without yeah. having seen any Marvel movies. You know, like, and that's that's what's so weird about the the era we live in is that there's required reading. So, okay. Okay. So speaking of required reading, what I personally love about the screen movies is that it's as if every character in the story has gone through the require, required reading. They're all, they're all up to speed on every yeah. horror movie that's ever been made. And all of them are mm -hmm. capable of commenting on it. Now you have, uh, you have the Mindy's and the uh, Randy's of the of the universe who are the experts, but then everybody else is always talking about them too, right? And that's that's what's so fun is that it's like these characters in this story are kind of like me, I guess, right? Where it's they're aware of all these things, and and that's the um, uh, 
that's the fun part of it. But I, I just, you know, it, it, so now we're, we're weighing a good, uh, we're weighing a decent horror movie. That's not a good scream movie versus yeah. a magic Mike movie. That's the, the worst of the magic mics in my opinion, but for argument's sake, worst yeah. of the magic mics versus a mediocre MCU movie versus an original uh uh in missing an original movie a, an original sci-fi movie in Megan versus yeah. uh the 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 third installment of a 10 movie franchise in Creed yeah. versus Infinity yeah. Pool which is self-sustaining and it's its own thing so that's what's fun about this list and i think yeah. that for me i've been i've been on i've been leaning towards like the, when i give the range of 3 to 5 I'm like, okay, at a certain point, if a movie is complete, then I think it's it beats Megan. Because I think Megan is Megan and Missing are kind of incomplete. But at the same time, I agree with you guys, and I'm not gonna fight hard uh, so far as uh this this may have brought it in like the you know the horror I don't, stuff, yeah. but it's it but it's just it's it just doesn't have any of the familiar scream film commentary and that weakens yeah. it. So I will not fight you if you want to put it at five. I won't fucking fight you if you want to put it below that, but but I it is yeah, it is, my thing is I complete. think when I look at this list currently, I agree with you as far as one and two are like kind of uh they're they're you know yeah one's a very complete movie i think like these top four movies are its own like list as far as they're very complete movies third yeah creed 3 is a sequel but i think it still stands on its own with its own originalities as far as how it takes the rocky story megan's an original story i know you said the third act's kind of weak missing same kind of the same way we almost wanted to rank megan and missing at the same level because they're very close yeah. and it's just maybe because missing isn't a regular movie movie but i think missing's a little more creative but that's mm -hmm. my personal taste. Uh, mm -hmm. So I feel like one, two, three, and four are solid where they're at. I don't think they can move. Where I have trouble is, it's you're ask like you're asking me like Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumanium, the movie that has gotten shit on by everybody uh, yeah. for being way <laughs> too crazy and fantastical with this giant budget of a movie versus Scream. Which, again, after all the reasons that doesn't kill anybody, a slasher film that, like, does, like, is just got its <laughs> yeah, hands tied behind does. its back. <laughs> and, like, everybody's got cheerleader powers and it's dumb. Yeah. Uh, yep. And then you got Magic Mike Glass Dance, which I kind of, like, I think Ant-Man the Wasp for me, it's like, it has it has just way more spectacle and it's just a lot more fun to watch than Magic Mike Glass Dance. But I think Magic Mike Glass Dance has a better, at least tries to have a better story uh than than some of these other ones so like that's yeah. where i'm struggling is because i'm like is it better than five is it is it lower than five is it like it's in that range and that's it's like somewhere yeah. between ant-man ant-man and knock in the cabin because i think it's definitely better than okay. plane we roughly know where we're at let's just yeah. take five let's go back to this view let's hang out and uh i i got i got some other stuff i, I don't know what it is but Okay, so things like, um, you know, I, I, does it I involve, love the... Does it involve uh, Baskin Robbins? <laughs> I wish. Uh, I love Put the... Put that back um, up. Put that back up. The... So, oh, there it is. So, okay. So, so let me good. ask you guys a question. What was the point of the opening? Is to subvert expectations. Sure. 
And I do, I, I did appreciate the idea of uh, here. That opening would have here's, made here's way more sense with professor. your idea of everyone is Ghostface. Yeah, but I wonder if yeah. that was the original. Like, it could have been like that was the original opening. Like, that was the original opening to another script, and like that would have made more sense within that because it's like it's physically like having somebody who's an expert on these movies getting killed in the beginning of the movie, which is subverting the idea of the original films where it was like. Remember the very first movie, Drew Barrymore is like kind of doesn't really know these movies because the joke is she doesn't know that Jason is not the killer in the first Friday the 13th, which by this point, I think most people know that. But like the joke is like yeah. this woman who's on a date and it's dealing with the Internet and dating, which they don't really utilize in this movie. They could have used eyes it more. She goes out on a she's supposed to go on a date. She goes down a dark alley and the guy's like, you did the thing that you're not supposed to do in any horror movies going on a dark alley. Yeah, you're a film professor and yet you still walk and down you a watch dark the alley. horror movies. Yet we still killed you. Yeah, but like, then, that's good. But then but uh, like and, and I love that. But what was the point? How did what was the point of that? Whole, it was supposed to, I think the idea was it's supposed to set up the killer to be like, this is not who you think it's like, it's not the same tropes. We're going to try something different. And it was like subvert, like, yeah, okay. we're trying to subvert expectations, but I agree with you. I do like, we we're talking about this. I think this was meant for another movie that they, that they were like, we're going to save the intro. We love the intro. Cause I also think the intro is really awesome. Uh, but then as you watch the end of the movie, you're like, Oh, that intro doesn't quite work. Cause usually movies, at least in my opinion, movies kind of work almost like equations in a way. Like you have to have certain things set up for the third act to work or to pay off. Yep. You're not supposed to understand exactly what's going to happen, but it's like, oh, I see what you were trying to foreshadow this thing for later on. And if you don't do that, then it doesn't it doesn't always like you need those you need those little bits to really like really hook you into the movie. And that was something that they that was almost like it was for something else. Again, uh, cynically uh, extending this franchise beyond what it should be. Like, again, Wes Craven may be like, you guys made a fifth? And then he'd watch five and he'd be like, oh, okay, five is good. I like five. Five, five continues on in the spirit of the four movies I made previously. Yeah. But then maybe he'd watch six mm -hmm. and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Five was good and now we're done, you know? Uh, unless six is going to be absurd and jump the shark and be nuts. So like, I love the line, the opening line of, uh, you know, where, uh, what's, his, uh, Jason is like, uh, Jason Cuddy, which is a funny name is like, uh, we need to finish the movie. And, and Ghostface says, who gives a fuck about movies? You know, which is, which is great. <laughs> like that's very scream like, but, but then yeah. in the end, um, what did this movie, have to say about movies what know. was there i charlie you i know? don't know i don't have an answer yeah as opposed to every other installment has a lot to say about movies but this one what, is, what the fuck did this have to say I about wish, movies? i wish this movie had said something about television taking the place of movies like that's something that they could have sure. tapped into they never yeah. did that, that that's Great. something that anything like, people have talking about and it could have been tapped in. It's not tapped in. Uh, yeah. But Charlie, let me ask you this question, though. What was good about this movie? Because, again, our ranking is in, like, this middle section. But it's very specific. I'm not I'm not scotting you and being like, it's somewhere in the middle. I'm saying, like, I know it's this. It's right here. Hmm. What makes it a... What, like, we've talked about all the bad stuff about this movie. 
what at least could you say is good about this movie that you're like, okay, they, they do this really well. I think, I think I've kind of already said how, um, it is a overall, um, well, let me put it this way. Um, these movies are funny and including this one, I laugh like even so far as Mindy's girlfriend falling off the ladder and like banging her head on a, on a, it was a scene I hated, but okay. Dead. Like I, like I, but I, I still laughed. I, I was... laugh at, cause okay. The whole crux of the series is being funny, but they never like, let me, let me bring up cocaine bear, cocaine bear. I said over and over is not funny because it's trying so hard to be funny. Yeah. Whereas the whole scream series is really funny, but everything is delivered straight. Everything is very serious. Nobody ever looks at the camera and winks, right? Nobody ever does that because that would ruin it. Everything is delivered straight and seriously and uh, and then things happen in it that are maybe so over the top that it is humorous and they are meant to be humorous. They're meant to be funny to a certain degree while also being terribly horrific. So um, this continued that right where it was it's very seriously portrayed. But there are times that I like, again, who gives a fuck about movies is inherently yeah. funny, but it's not. Who gives a fuck about like cocaine bearer would be like, who gives a fuck about movies? Like it would try to be, it would try to be funny yeah. and therefore it would kill the humor. Right. So what? it still felt like a scream movie, but it didn't have the overall meta commentary that makes it a scream movie. My favorite, my favorite funny moment that I thought was like, I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be intentional or not was when he's like, Gail's like, hold on, let me hang up. And then he goes, what? <laughs> Yeah, when she's yeah, the, yeah. And when they, she's, and they, she's on the phone and he they, goes, "What?" They did that in the fifth <laughs> one, where where they uh, did. Uh, it's it, it says to Sydney, he's like, "You, you know, you you broke the first rule. You should never answer the phone." And she's like, "Yeah, anyway, I got I gotta go." And he's like, "No, no wait." And like you know, like they they yeah they do all these humorous things, but they never look at the camera and wink. They're I do they're all do delivered wonder. very seriously. And that, that's what that is why they're so good because all these characters know that they're caught up in a horror movie and they're constantly talking about how they're stuck yeah. in a horror movie, but they never look at each other and just go they they just yeah, you know, like there's never a moment where it's cut and then they and then they zoom out and they're all on a movie set. They're all yeah. very serious in how they I... approach it, and that's why they work. I okay. I was gonna ask you this question. Maybe Nan's I'll ask you this question too. Hmm. And, and how do I form this? Basically, so the weird thing is this movie comes out in sorry, the as the series went on, it was ninety-six was the first one, ninety-seven was the second one. Three years we got in two thousand, we got Scream Three. That same year is two thousand or two thousand one, we got Scary Movie, which is so meta in the fact that that was the name of the original scream, but also it's like uh, it was specifically a, uh, making fun of scream. Um, yep. And there's a lot of jokes in that movie and a lot of things that are like, yeah, that's poking fun at that movie in particular. So much so now that I think when scream four and five and six have come out, like that movie came out in the middle of all of that. 
So then when I see four, five, and six, I am reminded of the jokes from that movie. And then I'm seeing it in like, like for instance, when Gail is running from the ghost face in her apartment mm. and she's like trying to get away from him. And she's like chucking things in the, in the way. All I can think about is him like running up the stairs and, and you know, they're uh, you know, uh, Chris Pratt's ex ex wife throwing shit at him, you know, like things, moments like that. And I'm like, so is it, do you think it's funny because of scary movie or do you just think it's funny because it's funny? dead silence. It's not trying to be funny. <laughs> it's a good question. You know, it's, it's not trying. Yeah, to be I don't funny. think it's supposed to be funny. Okay. But there's there's something there's something very goofy to step on Nan's for a second. The, the there's something very um uh like if you watch the first scream there is something wily about Ghostface, right? And the yeah. and the, the 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 crux of Ghostface in general is that Ghostface is always somebody different, right? So the physicality yeah. is odd. So, you know, again, you know me. Uh, when you find out that Ghostface is actually like a like a ninety pound female, but that ninety pound female happened to murder like like a jock, you, yeah. you're like, well, that's. But but I but I don't care about those things because I care more about the story, and I don't I, I'm like uh, whatever. It could turn out to be like a. 20 pound midget and i'm like oh who cares right like the, the the story is the point of the story is that you don't know who it is until they reveal themselves mm -hmm. so i ignore those things but but that doesn't like in the original there are times where ghostface is kind of like wily coyote like he's just kind of goofy you know somebody yeah. so like how many times is he running at somebody and then they juke him and he just like flies out the window and it's just, it's, it's goofy. And then later on, he's more serious and, um, uh, like clearly they have, a, yeah, like clearly they have an actor yeah. who plays Ghostface. It's not actually Julia Roberts's niece in the costume. Yeah. Killing somebody. It's, it's, it's like a six foot guy. And then later, it's revealed yeah. that it's Julia Roberts's niece, but I don't care about that stuff because the that's not the point. The point is that it's always somebody different and unexpected and all that, and and so I don't I don't care so much about the specifics, but I care more about the crux of the franchise, which is meta commentary on the film industry as a whole, and this one didn't have that, and so I yeah. question this being a fucking scream movie sure. right just saying we're the sequel to the reboot it's, isn't enough it's a light scream scream, scream light. light so scream light. but charlie do you think it's better than ant-man that's where i'm struggling because a part of me wants to say is it because i feel like ant-man yeah. at least had a uh, it was bad like it, it it did the same you know what's funny scream and ant-man did the same shit right Ant-Man Okay, ball. everything. Okay, to your point, everything Ant that made Ant-Man fun in the past is gone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hmm. Every like okay, okay. Magic Mike. Everything that made Magic Mike fun is gone, gone. with the third one. Ant-Man. Yeah. Everything that made Ant-Man fun with the third one is gone. Right? Yeah. Everything that made Scream fun is gone. So so whoa, 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 to rank whoa, wait. them. It's not gone. A we lot of it is gone. Some of it, it's still there. Some of it's gone. 
Some Just, of it's gone. What we were talking about was gone. Oh, the meta. Because you were talking about the meta. All right. The meta stuff. The meta not, stuff. Yeah. Meta stuff that's what I'm saying. Right. You did say like, the mo- you know, the, the whole ghost face being funny and stuff like that. Like, that's still there. You know, we still have the weird over the top, like, who was the killer all along? Oh, it was this. Like, they didn't, you know, well, they okay. didn't. Okay. Like, okay. Really Scream 5 had that scene where, remember where Dewey, they sit down with Dewey and Dewey's like, hey, uh, it's probably the love interest. It's probably Richie. And Richie's like, hey, yeah. what? I, you know, and like Richie's great. Like, I, I, I really think Scream Five is fan fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, but we don't have any scenes like that. This, this just was more a run of the mill, uh, slasher movie more so than a Scream movie. So comparing it, like I, I'm. That's why I said I could see it as high as three so far as its completeness as a film. It is complete. But then I, but then you know, the more we talk about how it's just not a very good scream movie, and it's just a run of the mill slasher movie. I'm like, like it's not even is a good it, slasher okay, movie? Is it more complete than Ant Man? You know, is it more complete? My, my thing with what I was about to say was Ant Man and Scream do the same thing as far as they definitely pull their punches when they should have punched. Ant Man. Yeah should have kept Scott and the Wasp stuck in the quantum realm, or they should have killed Scott Lang, something, something. And they decided, nope, they're okay. We're going to go back to earth. Everything's cool. Kang's in the other universe. We're great. And people were, a a lot of people were like, wait, what? Like this movie should have done something serious. This is the third Ant-Man Wasp movie. You should have done something, had some balls. They did this movie doesn't have balls and killing anybody that doesn't matter at all, but like will yeah. go out of its way, go will go out of its way to stab a character to a point where you're like, oh, that guy's dead, but yeah. he's not dead. Yeah. So like that's where I'm like, like we're in the same she, says, she says, she says, hey, tell Sydney he never got me. And I I like I said, I I legitimately thought she died to the point where I was like, wait a second. That's stupid. Yeah. She's saying, "Tell Sid that he never but, got no, me." And I'm like, "But bitch, you're dead." Die. But apparently, I was she wrong. Die. You know, and yeah, that's she stupid. Right. She should have fucking died. Probably they shit. did. Okay, so they, they, and then they would do things like um, the reason why she got attacked in the first place, right, was because it was, uh, it was like, hey, randomly, right, randomly, uh, no press. Like this, Gail fucking Weathers is like, no, no press, no press. And then uh, five minutes later, they're like, "Oh God, because we allowed Gail to split up from uh, split up from us, now she's the target." Well, yeah, no shit. They kept doing these things where people would split up because that's the thing, right? Uh, one of the rules is like like everybody stay in up. groups, and then and then the whole crux of of uh, playing against that trope is finding reasons to split people up, right, in fun ways, and yeah. but this didn't really have any fun ways they were arbitrary ways of just like hey gail uh, you're just not gonna come with us and gail's like why not like well because you're press it's like yeah but then you're just begging to have her be the victim and then the moment that they realize that she is the target they're like oh no we never should have split up from her i feel like that they kept could happening. Have. people just but kept splitting up for no reason they had a reason they okay they had a reason for that they just didn't play that card at that moment that reason was like what was the reason she even said so early in the movie they're like if okay you watch the end of the fifth one she's like i'm not gonna write a book we're no more books after this i'm done doing that shit like we're not doing that 
then this movie yeah. comes and then they're like they're like you told us you weren't going to write a book and you ended up writing a book about us and we're pissed at you and it's like yeah you could have played that card at least and been yeah, like oh no we're not quick. going to you fucked us the last time you're not a part of this narrative then, then anymore you that keep doing case, that shit maybe they should have had they could have gone that then, way maybe then right away they should have just been like gail we're not going to associate with you because you did that yeah. instead it was uh it was um uh cheerleader chick. That, yeah, they cheerleader was just like cheerleader randomly was just like hey by the way for the next scene you're not going to be here because we need you to be away from us because you're going to write a book they should have disassociated entirely we yeah. should have not seen gail for 30 minutes mm -hmm. in the movie and then and then they realize she's a target but instead it's okay from this scene to the next scene yeah gail you're out why am I out? Well, because you're you're gonna exploit this. Okay. Five minutes later, they're rushing to her apartment because they know she's gonna be killed. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That weakens it. That's like, uh, you know, as opposed to we we've she's been gone for 30 minutes and then we panic. Oh God, that's Gail's apartment address. We gotta go save her. That would have been stronger. Put the list up. Put that list up again. Just put that list up again. Sorry, Nico. So, um, but in, in general, I think all the plot stuff was Five. kind of more rushed and took a back seat to the sister drama, which I don't think the sister drama is all that interesting. Um, I like, again, like I told Nans, I, like I liked that. it, but I like that dynamic. It just went out the window as sure. soon as Ghost They did not pay it off as much. And I think the Billy yeah. Loomis stuff is just stuff that lingers. It doesn't really go anywhere other than now she has superpowers with Ghost Dad. Uh, Ghost I think maybe it's below Ant Man and the Wasp because I came into thinking it's above Ant Man and the Wasp. It's better than Ant Man and the Wasp. I want to know this. Nico, if Nico is still is. with us. Yeah. I want to know what Nico has to say. Nico is a All big right. fan of these movies. All right. Uh, I want to know. I know. I want to know what he what he's thinking. What how he weighs in on this. But regardless, um, they Here's did briefly the, the stream movies. They, but yeah, let's let's yeah. see what he says about one in this I'm list. Because he, he's seen one, most of these, two, right? I'm, or all of them. I'm. I like that. Okay. He wait. Wait. Them. He's doing one, two, five, three, six, four. Right? So you think this seeing. is better than four? Because I I liked the the heel turn in four more than I like four. It in I, th I think I think four is I think I four honestly I think they're all better. great. I think they're all I think this is the weakest one because I think that I I think that all of the other installments are all aware of what they are and four understands that it's a remake and it knows that it, it, it it's it's literally saying we're remaking it the niece of sydney is saying i'm remaking this where i'm the star because i want to be special i want to be you sydney and sydney's like nobody should want to be me i'm my whole life is a fucking horror movie but She's like, no, no, I don't care about that. I just want the attention in the age of Instagram and Facebook and likes and clicks and all that yeah, crap, that right? Yeah. So that's where I think that movie is, when it was relevant brilliant. Whereas this movie doesn't really have Ghostface any needs brilliance to go viral to on on TikTok, and just everyone <laughs> wants to be murder. Positive. That would have been a better story. Everybody's oh a what part if... of a cult. They're all everyone part of goes a cult. woke. Murder positive. Everyone, everyone okay. gets on TikTok they did, and starts making They briefly a, a thing. touched on uh, cancel culture, right? Briefly. They said at one point, 
uh, it's not enough to just kill somebody. You have to assassinate their character. That is clearly them talking about cancel culture. And yeah, but it was only in a line. And it's like, well, the whole movie. Sh- and uh, so the whole thing, right, was that uh, they uh, the three killers were trying to assassinate um, uh, Sam's character, the lead, the lead, uh, you know, lead chick, the new Sydney. They were it was like, we're going to blame this all on her. We've started all these rumors, right, where uh, we're going to destroy her character. It's not enough to just murder her. You have to make her look like she was the killer all along. And I like that. That's good. That is that is commenting on the era we're in now, which is the era of cancel culture, where somebody says one wrong thing and they're done for. Right. We destroy their whole career. You can't just kill them. You have to make it look like they're a terrible person and then you kind of metaphorically kill them. So um, so I appreciate that. But that was just in one line. You know what I mean? Like that's that's like the whole fucking movie should have been, been about that. And you can kind of argue that it was they had the video of it was like we spread all these rumors about her. And and then we had this video where it makes her look bad. And um, and and my whole thing would be like that's that is what cancel culture is, is just is is uh dressing somebody up <laughs> wait what did, SP, wait what does that even mean charles called me a bitch in 2007 what does that mean he's, he's call, I mean, he thinks we need to cancel you because he's, he's canceling sp is somebody from your past oh my god sp is someone from our past He's our he's our TV time. professor from high school. Is that what he's saying? Oh no! Is this SB? What if SB? Are you our SB from our high school? Oh my god! It's the <laughs> perfect SB? episode to reveal this. Holy you know, shit! That'd that be hilarious. That would be awesome. Anyway, the, oh my god, that would be <laughs> so amazing. Oh, Did you call god. him a bitch? But I, I I don't recall ever calling Mr. S. You called him a bitch. I was a, I was a good boy back then. My, oh my God. God, we're gonna lose um, subscribers uh, over this. Thanks uh, a lot, Billy. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but but they so they briefly touched on cancel culture. Damn. It's, it's the, so it, it's he's it's, just a dude uh, from LA. It's it's that's what I'm, it, it's it, there wasn't any kind of like specific sticking point like all the other movies had it just had these kind of vague things it had it had the symptoms of being written by several people i don't know if it did or not but it had the symptoms of kind of it being had symptoms about me, this well, and then it's about that and it's about that you know it, it felt to more like thing. knowing who the writers were this one just felt like they had it like no and knowing that what I've known about like Nev Campbell was supposed to come back. And then she's like, I can't, I'm not going to. And they had a script, they had a draft, they had an idea what this movie was going to be. And it may have involved her a lot more. I think they, and look, the the release dates of these movies are really close. It's a a year apart from each other. Yeah. I don't realize. Yeah. 22 to 23. Yeah. Last movie came out last year. Now, now, I don't know if five, like I could be wrong, Nico. You could probably weigh in on this. I don't know if five came out when it did and it was supposed to come out sooner. And then there was like some more gappage between that because of COVID. I don't know if that was the case. But to know that these movies came out really close to each other makes me wonder if there was another script that involved a ghost face cult and that they wanted to do that whole storyline that was kind of what we got teased in the beginning of this movie. And then they couldn't do it for one reason or another somebody couldn't come back or whatever 
and they couldn't do it. So then they had to they had to change gears. They had to write. They had to quickly write something up, and it ended up being this movie. And they had some good scenes and some great ideas, which sounds to me like that's somebody who's like, oh, wouldn't this be a cool scene if they go to a bodega? Wouldn't this be a cool scene if they're in the subway? And then they wrote. They just piecemealed all these scenes together, and then they had to like figure out what the movie was going to be from there. And then we just ended up with this sort of half-baked product and like that's why we got the movie we got versus like some better script idea that they had that they couldn't run, run with. So I do wonder if like that's what happened and that's why we got this movie. Uh, I just, again, I, I just wish we had Ghostface Cult. I'm going on a like, tangent. Going on a tangent. Escalated. Uh, so, wait, to wrap things up, hold on. Just to start, like like it's target on this thing. Do you think it's better, like I'm, I'm trying to wonder is... It better than knock at the cabin, and I think it is. I want to say yeah. it is. Everything is. Uh, Magic Mike. <laughs> is it better than Magic Mike? I get. You know what? I think it's better than Magic Mike because Magic Mike. We did say it's more of a concert movie, and it really just kind of leans on that a little too much. So I, I could say we'll save the world. But it's if it's more. It's not dance, that. It's not. If that, everybody on like, the planet could get a lap dance, it would save the world. Yeah. It's like, it, Charlie. It's eh. like it's like the thing we talked about with that movie was like it could have been a sister act with male strippers, and it decided not to be that movie. And like that would have been a little yeah. more uh, coherent movie, I guess. And we got kind of yeah. more of a very vague movie. I don't think this movie's as vague. If we're just looking at because mm-hmm. skip the it's a screen movie. I think thing, it. Right? I like, think it's above the magic mic threshold. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's about magic. I would so we are so. Than so we really are an Ant Man and the Wasp versus this movie. I don't know if I want to like Ant Man and the Wasp. I still I had fun watching the movie and I didn't get as pissed off as I did with this movie because so many people lived. But also Ant Man and the Wasp yeah. had like the moments where I was like, oh, you should have had balls and killed people. So I'm like, that's where I'm torn. This movie's like kind of neck and neck with yeah. Ant Man and the Wasp. Well, in let that me regard. let me ask. Let me let me just throw mm. out to our our resident specialist Nico, who has said repeatedly Nico did that say, he no, Nico loves these said, movies. That's yeah, what he said. Yeah, in yeah. This, I, this right oh, let, let me throw let me throw this out though, Nico. I know you said that you want to put it above Ant Man. Uh, let me task you, Nico. Who do you think we should toast to with this movie? Who I was wondering. who in this movie yeah. is toastable? Because I initially said, well, of course, Courtney Cox. And then McCurdy said, you know, she didn't die. And I was like, wait, what? So that kind of like, <laughs> the if she died, of course back, we would toast to her. But she didn't die. So, Nico, who do you think she, we should toast to? Uh, SB says Wes Craven. Wes Craven died in 2015, right? Um, okay, it but, was uh, related to COVID. So that makes sense. We probably... We, I, I'd be okay. I actually would be okay with toasting Wes Craven because he's the man. But uh, while while Nico and he's is, rolling over uh, in his grave, talking about that, nothing to do with while, this movie. Yeah, while Nico is hopefully still watching and figuring that out, I want to bring up one of my favorite, but no, I think my all-time favorite meta horror movie commentary flick, which is Cabin in the Woods. Cabin yeah, in the Woods. One is one of those movies that took a genre, you know, let's call it a subgenre, and owned it completely, right? Just took it and just said everything. Like, nobody ever needs to make another movie about a Cabin in the Woods horror flick because Cabin in the Woods took the whole idea, wrapped it up, owned it, and was just like, here you go. 
This is everything yeah. you need to know about that subgenre. Nobody needs to ever say anything more. We own it now. And honestly, like when it comes to, you know, we've said repeatedly that, I mean, anybody, anybody on YouTube should love and adore Red Letter Media. But Red Letter Media, the one review of theirs that I think is bad is their review of Cabin in the Woods. I remember watching it and being like, I somehow these guys don't understand this movie. You know, they were like, what's up with these gods? They didn't they didn't like it. And they were like, who are these gods and what's the purpose of these gods? I was like, dude, the gods are they're representative of the audience. They they're they're us, the people watching it, and are you know, this arbitrary desire to watch like people be sacrificed or whatever. That's that's voyeurism. That's us as an audience watching it. So like Cabin in the Woods didn't need a sequel. Cabin in the Woods is its own thing, right? It's just one movie that perfectly encapsulates the subgenre of horror of a Cabin in the Woods horror movie. And it's perfect. Um, beyond that, uh, my worry with Scream is it was complete, right? After three movies, it was complete. Then they did four because it was about remakes. So naturally, Wes Craven dusted off his you know, camera and made four to comment on the state of the, of the film industry regarding remakes. Hey, re Kevin yeah, him too. write the script to that one. So yeah, I, I, that, I don't give all yeah. the credit to Wes. No, no, no but that, okay. Yeah. Granted both of them. Yeah. Right. And right. then, and then five comes about and has something to say. It's, it's, it's like, it's like a, it's like a boxer coming out of retirement to be like, you know what? I got to beat up on these younglings who don't understand. Right. So Wes Craven is just like, let me make four to shut everybody the hell up. And then they make five to shut everybody the hell up. Right. It's like the, the I mean, talking about toxic yeah. fandom and all that stuff is great. And then this one comes out and it's, it's just a run of the mill horror movie. And I'm like, what, what was the point? Like what would, you know, there was no cabin in the woods level commentary to this movie it was just a continuation of five so it's just not uh it's just not a scream movie and and it's very unfortunate so all that being said um you know i, I still think it was more could, enjoyable than ant-man and and so? why would you say it's more enjoyable <sighs> i'm not agreeing or disagreeing i'm just wondering yeah it, yes um, same same. Uh, Ant Man was just silly is not the right word. I don't know how to <laughs> trying to figure out how to put it. In I, I mean, like, I would movie... definitely rather rewatch Scream Six than Ant Man. Um, Ant Man, I, I don't know. I think I was just more bored. Really? And Scream Six, you know, it it's not as Screamy as the other screams, but it is still, you know, an enjoyable slasher thriller movie. Okay. Yeah, I think one of the main ideas of of these movies is, um, I think the more horror movies anybody watches, you you take for granted murder, right? If any, if anybody out there, how many of us have? seen so many murders take place whether it be video games or movies right but if you actually did it it would just be this life-changing event to actually go through with that type of thing would be 
I mean, it's literally crime and punishment. And that's what's fun about these movies is to see people where, uh, especially with five, right? The, 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 um, the line between one of the heavy themes of Scream in general is the line between reality and storytelling is blurred. They say it all the time. Like in the first movie, uh, uh, Loomis, Billy Loomis says, it's all one big movie. Right. And and that's the theme throughout the whole series is um, one of my favorite tropes is that every time that the killer is unmasked, they they suddenly go from being somewhat reserved to everything is uh, everything's like this big, like they're just psychotic, like out of nowhere. And that was the the uh, the cop in this one. Right. The um, and, and his two kids, the cop and his two kids who ended up being the killers. They su- they hammed it the fuck up. Like so- suddenly everything's like, ah, you know, like everything's like big and energetic yeah. and just like, you know, and they, they don't give a goddamn about taking a life. Right. And that goes back. What I did like about the opening of this was that moment where um, Jason Carvey or whatever his name was, uh, the guy who killed the blonde uh, professor and then yeah. he got killed. Uh, when Ghostface asks him to describe what it's like to take a life, he says something along the lines of with every subsequent stab, you know, she became less and less of a human. She became more animal and then she eventually turned into meat. And um, and I, I think stuff like that is meaningful within this <clears throat> this collection of stories that's all about how. The more movies you watch, the more desensitized you become. The The whole crux of the second movie is that the bad guy is going to blame his murder spree on the movies, right? He's going to say, it's not my fault. The movies made me do it. And then they do that again in, in five. It's like I, I, I was radicalized by online forums and so on and so forth. So that stuff I appreciate because if any one of us actually committed a murder, you would you would feel bad unless you're legitimately a psychotic, you think you could just do it without feeling. But if, but when the time actually came, uh, undoubtedly you would, you would feel the death of your soul. Right. And, and so I I think it's something, uh, uh, to contemplate as you're watching these, we're all so desensitized by repeated, uh, just seeing death all the time, but how would it really be? And so I think that's an important part of all these movies, but then this one was kind of motivated by just simple revenge. Um, yeah. So as opposed to somebody out for glory or, or a, a, a murderous cult that was like ridiculous, but would have been fun. I, I'm, I'm, I am kind of tempted to put it below Ant-Man, but I'm also, I, I think we all agree it's below missing and we agree yeah. it's ab- above magic Mike sure. uh, between Ant-Man and this, this might be more of a complete movie. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. It's more complete. I'm waiting. I didn't on have that. Yay or no. They're both sequels. I didn't, the, I didn't, they're both I, part of I, franchises. They're both sequels. There's both ongoing. Like yeah. even though it's the third movie, it's whatever. It's a part of a larger narrative, right? They're both large narratives. There's a lot of shit that goes on in all these other movies. That you kind of have to understand. There's like it makes sense why these movies would be next to each other. 
Like we've talked about it multiple times, but it's like, yeah, they're both franchises. They both have stuff that like, you have to see other movies to kind of understand where these movies are at. They're both popcorny movies, even though one's a horror movie and one's like a action sci-fi movie. It's like, they're still like very close to the niche. It's, and I think I'm having, I'm struggling because like Ant-Man and the Wasp, I still had a great time watching. There weren't as many moments where I felt like, I was getting pissed off at the screen because at least at the end of the day, I could turn my brain off and be like, this movie's stupid, but I'm still enjoying giant Ant-Man, giant man mowing people down and all that stuff. Like that was still fun. And there was fun, is amazing. Like there's fun, there's fun performances by a lot of the actors in the movie. Like I still enjoyed seeing Bill Murray. I still enjoyed, uh, uh, what's his, I enjoyed Modoc. I thought that was kind of fun. I yeah. liked, I, yeah. even though the, even though, the the uh, don't be a dick line was like dumb like it was still kind of funny uh the things that the thing that like took me out of that movie was just the movie didn't have any cojones and like could have done something major at the end of that movie it just decides not to that's that's where i'm at with that movie like that's the thing like there's a lot of stuff that i like i think i think just holistically is that the word I mean, W-H-O-L-E as yeah. a whole. Yeah. I do. I I am starting to lean. I'm kind of agreeing with Nico where Scream 6, even though it has its own shortcomings within its own franchise, it is yeah. more complete and more enjoyable than so. Ant-Man really does. Ha- like even down to the ending where you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp are standing there and then suddenly the, the portal opens behind them and it's like, let's go and home. And again, I, a woman in my theater movie has went, that same moment. Went, or it's like, what? oh God, you're still alive? This movie that, still and has that, that moment sucks. too. <laughs> that's what that, I'm like. That stuff does suck, but, yeah. but that's, yeah. that's I think I think it's less impactful than something like um, uh, with Ant-Man. It was, it, was, it was a logic thing. It was just like, wait, like, oh, he yeah. just gets out okay. of the situation. Whereas that was because every single one of the screen movies has, oh, it turns out so and so survived, right? Like all the Gale, but not everybody survives all the time, and yeah, yeah, it's like it's like Dewey survives, and he's carted away, and somebody's always carted away in the hospital. And I, of course, agree with you that uh, Chad should have died. My God, Chad should just be dead, and that would uh, it automatically be better. Gale. And yeah. one of oh, Chad oh, or Gail should be sister. dead, and Chad should be one dead. of those like, two should have died. Mindy, Mindy could yeah. have been dead too, but like, yeah, yeah, that's where but, I'm but, at. But, I think but at least, at least between, Mindy shows I'm up between Mindy show when Mindy shows up to say, oh, then, "Oh no, I missed the monologue." Like that's her being yeah. alive is worthy of that joke. Is like her being alive yeah. is at least worthy of a film joke of like, "Oh no, I missed the the." I miss the bad guy monologue. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, she yeah. she she shows up. She's like, "Oh, guys, I figured it out." And and they're like, "Oh yeah, we, like we've already been through it." She's like, "Damn it, I missed the monologue again." That is at yeah. least worthy of her surviving. But her brother should have died, and Gail should have died. Um, but 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 between like all the serious elements of Scream Six versus Ant Man, uh, really just kind of being bland. Uh, so you want to take like, you want to give it to scream six is what you're saying i, I as far I as think, between those two scream six is the better movie but i think most i, people, I think so. i think most people would say that 
I, that's what I was like, like, that's what I went into this one. And I'm like, yeah, because I went in, I looked at the list. I was like, it's probably going to go at number five, but I could be persuaded either way. Cause I did like, wasn't a huge fan of this movie. You kept talking about meta stuff. I was just talking about a movie as a slasher in general. Felt like the movie just yeah. didn't have balls where it should have had balls. And like, that was my kind of, like that's what balls. was driving me for this film. Where I was like, that's what I felt was missing. And like, that's where yeah. I was like, yeah, maybe. Because I feel like most people would say, oh, it's it's better than Ant-Man and the Wasp because Ant-Man and the Wasp got shit on by every critic. This movie got a lot more praise. And I'm just like, Hmm. they have yeah, very I mean, similar again, problems again, this right they're, here they're, they should be next to this each other from nico they're... ant-man was just so bland and i think it's a I was preference disappointed thing. in that movie i wasn't in scream six i, am I didn't leave scream six thinking uh, and i feel like i did feel that way with Ant-Man. i felt like that with this movie more than i did with Ant-Man. Mm, but i, I would okay. but if you guys are both I had a like decent the, time at scream but six. Thing, if you guys are both like no it's above ant-man i'm like fine like i'm not it doesn't like I'm I'm not like you guys are out of line. Like it's just like, no, that's again, these movies yeah. are like neck and neck. Like that's to me in my head, I'm like, yeah, they're they're perfectly next to each other. Yeah. So no, I, yeah, I think they, for me yeah, it would just be if it's between five. the two, if it's between yeah. and, and again, so at this point, it is between Ant Man and Scream. Yeah. I, I do think there is just a more uh, there is a more completeness. Regardless of all the trash I don't agree I've with talked that about assessment. Scream, it's a little I don't more agree complete. with that assessment, but like, uh, yeah. And why is that? Why right. is it Why is it less complete? The, than your Ant-Man? term is saying like the film is more complete. Like that doesn't resonate with me because both these movies still pay out at least their endings. Like they still like in Ant-Man and the Wasp, they still, uh, I don't know. They still like they, they get to the quantum realm. They defeat Kang. They get out of the quantum realm. Like to me, that's still... It's a complete movie. This movie, it's like we we were a slasher movie. We're supposed to kill people. We didn't kill anybody. Like I'm like you. I, I don't know how you're assessing yeah, completeness. Not killing how you're assessing, really is. That's what bummer. that's what bothers me about this movie. It's like you're telling me like. Yeah. But then again, guys, again, like I'm saying, like. But nobody died in Ant Man. Who died in Ant Man? Like the, if if you know if who old died man, in Ant Man had died. died. Charlie, you know maybe. who died in Ant-Man? That guy with the beam head. That guy died. <laughs> beam head guy died. Oh, okay, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but had, but, had, no, but, uh, had, old, yeah, had Hank Pym cool. died, I'd be like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, meaningful. Yeah. Somebody needed but, to no, die again, in that movie. Again, no. like I said in the short review, it's like a glutton with their butthole sewn shut. Nobody yeah, ever yeah, dies, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they just keep adding Charlie, more characters. All that Ugh. being said, I know, like, but Nico's saying all the movies playing. I'm like, yeah, but like, Scream didn't do the thing that it should have done like you got to kill people and you can't just like save everybody and say that's like subverting expectations because that's like that's just saying fuck the genre that's what that's saying so uh, okay, that's where okay. i'm like when i left when i left i thought that gail was dead so me yeah. being wrong about that it, it, like i don't care things, either way. right because i yeah. the core four being alive i'm like okay Did you that's, think I yeah. guess that's okay job, so long as Gail's out. dead. But but then finding out that Gail is alive, I'm like, fuck you. This is so stupid. Yeah. She should be dead. <laughs> it's like killing off Leia. You know, it's like it's like yeah. kill Han Solo and then kill Leia and then kill mm-hmm. Luke. But like, goddamn it, they just fuck. And then that would be they would that would follow along with their whole thing of legacy characters. They but they didn't. Yeah. They didn't. They they, they should have killed off either Gail or Sydney. And they didn't kill they because they fucking killed off Dewey in five. Then that means kill off Gale. Kill off Gale. 
Ah, oh, but they didn't. That's so dumb. Oh. I don't know. But that's why I'm like, I don't care. If you guys are on board with it being above Ant-Man, I think the movies are in the same ballpark. Longs above it. They, they're in the same ballpark. I do, too. It's just I, I have yeah. mixed feelings about both because there are things about Ant-Man that I'd like. I really enjoyed certain aspects of Ant-Man a lot more than this movie. But this movie like has what? some really like what? like what? Again, like I said, a lot of the performances in this movie, some of the action sequences I thought were really entertaining. But this movie, hold on. No, 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 no. Why Hold is Ant- why do you why are you what what are the certain aspects of Ant Man that you think are better? Uh, than, as far as the, this, just the movie. Let's see. Uh, I like the I liked Bill Murray's performance in the movie. I know Fuck it's Bill. I know we his whole scene was. Hold stupid. on! Don't don't just knock everything I say before I finish. <laughs> <laughs> That's your like go to. Ghost face. Fuck it. Knock but people's like you with maybe wet in the front in the back. I, I, Jonathan Majors. Here's the other thing: does it, does this movie have like a standout performance? It doesn't. Ant Man no. did. It had one of the best performances as far as actors yeah, we've been talking about. It had Jonathan yeah. Majors, who I think was a huge pull for that movie. Uh, it had like sure. again, it has spectacle. Um, what else does this movie have that the other one doesn't? I think the fucking Helm's Deep scene with the ants is fucking great. The Modoc yeah. thing with the Holmes fucking D. you're a dick is awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's all those things. But I mean, the, the, what, I mean, the, Charlie, the don't Charlie, be a dick thing is stupid, but I love Modoc. But it's I fucking funny. Um, you do have a father daughter relationship where they at least attempt to try to fucking go with it versus this movie has the sister sister relationship that they they just said, fuck it. We're going to the end of the movie. And this has weird Billy Go- Loomis ghost thing that is like. It's in the movie, yeah. but it doesn't. It uh, it doesn't have a true payoff. No, and I all, wonder if all that is crap. It. All of that is crap. The Billy Loomis stuff is is Billy Loomis stuff was crap. Like, okay, in the last movie. okay. And if, it didn't pay if off on it. She it would have paid off in this movie if she would have been the killer. How great would it have been had she been the killer? Right. Mm-hmm. How else does she have all these? Uh, you know. How, how else did somebody compile all of these things unless they were an insider, yeah. right? Like, oh, it turns out that she would black out and her her dad, Billy Loomis, his spirit would control her body. And that's how she has all of these masks and has all this memorabilia. But instead, just some dude got a hold of all of it. And, they, and the way they excuse it is, oh, cops like money. So you just pay off the cops. And somehow one douchebag managed to compile that's what i mean it would have been better had there been a cult that that got all this stuff versus one guy got all this stuff and then and then his dad is like yeah his he loved the stab movies so much that i was willing to uh just like kill for like it 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 it, it really is stupid it it, and like (laughs) it's supposed to be stupid yeah. It's supposed to be stupid but but it's like the better version would have been this whole suicide cult rather than Charlie, the father of the bad okay. guy of the last But one. Charlie, let me talk like real quick the things that I think Scream 6 has that are good that I'm like I liked I liked again the set piece sequences. We talked about the intro, I like the intro. The subway sequence, the bodega with the shotgun, that was cool. The latter thing was fucking dumb, but like some people found it funny, whatever. Like there's that. Yeah, here everybody get and on the, this ladder that I just That have. fucking I, ladder I mean, I is guess fucking rather dumb. Than- I guess maybe if you were in a high rise, you'd have a ladder. Yeah. But like, that wasn't a collapsible ladder, right? That, that was, was a weird. Full, 
That that no, ladder was so long like that. that you when he starts when Ghostface starts it, it rattling the ladder though. when he starts rattling yeah. the ladder that's when the movie turned into scary movie for like two seconds it was like yeah oh he's he's got to you got to get off the ladder got to get off the yeah. ladder that was dumb but you know what Charlie I I can tell you why you're gonna put it above Ant Man and the Wasp you ready are you ready because it doesn't you know why. Because Scream 6 doesn't have Baskin Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It doesn't have oh. that. Uh, doesn't have Baskin Robbins. And that's why you're going to put it above Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's the only reason. But I do feel like you're Jonathan right. Majors and some of these other things are like stronger. It doesn't. No, it's have like, Baskin it, 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 it has. It has levels of stupidity that Scream 6 doesn't. Scream 6 doesn't... It has questionable moments, but it doesn't have any stand-out, stick-out moments of, God, that was so stupid, right? Whereas yeah. the Baskin-Robbins thing really is I just think these movies so are very bad. neck... I think, I think because we're arguing this, I think these movies are just very neck and neck, and I do think it's a preference thing over the movies it's itself. Above because I do it's think they both... Really you just convinced me. You just convinced it's above me. Ant Man. It's, I convinced. Yeah, it's above, above Ant Man. Yeah, I just think these movies are preference one of them right I don't now, give a which shit. Which one would it be? If I had to pick, yeah. I, I I don't know. It's just like you're telling me the movie I would watch that Scream has Six again. You you're telling me the movie that has Jonathan Majors, the guy who should fucking win an Oscar, is in a shittier. He is will. like in the movie that you know he he will he will. But yeah. you're like telling me like, yeah, the movie that doesn't have any good performances that stand the fuck out, maybe Jenna Ortega, but just because she was in Wednesday and everyone's talking about her. And then, but like, oh, that's the one good performance in the movie. Care. And, and what? Dan's uh, is tired. Baskin, shit. Baskin Robbins, uh, uh, Paul Rudd deserves sex an positive. Oscar. She's sex positive. <laughs> sex positive Paul She's Rudd. <laughs> Do not get me going on a rant about how stupid the sex positive thing uh, is but um but i, I yeah i i i i don't get i think shit. um i think there's a lot of of uh i as i said before i think as a whole Wait. scream six is better than all the misgivings of of ant-man so i'm i'm, I'm keen to put it above ant-man if you want to put it above five that's fine i'm not super yeah. mad about it i'm like yeah it's i think they're yeah. they're they're a good pair they they should be yeah. next to each other it's just I think yeah. honestly, I think for me, it's personal preference where you could have walked out of Ant-Man and Wasp and really enjoyed it. And you could have been pissed at Scream 6 how I was. Or you could have been the other way like Nans and been like, I enjoyed Scream 6 more than Ant-Man and Wasp being bland. Like, I, yeah. I just I think it's a personal preference when it comes down. To I two. think it's I do a think weak, they have very similar it's a, similarities. It's a weak Scream movie, but Ant-Man is a weak Marvel movie. Yeah, so. And They're Magic both... Mike is a weak Magic Mike movie. Knock at the Cabin yeah. is, you know, piss. Plane is dicks. And Cocaine Bear is a pile of shit. So, yeah. Um, uh, all right. You guys want to lock it in then at five? Lock her in. I got to go to bed. Five. But I want to stay. Is oh! Scream. Uh, no, wait. VI. It's. It, yeah. You're right. Scream the other one VI. And then, as usual, I have to, I have to boop, replace boop, all these. Boop doop, boop doop. What great technology! Oh. Yeah, nobody watch. I can't wait till we get to. I can't wait till we get to like twenty. 
You're going to be so mad. <laughs> I'll have to switch at, at some point. I'll have to switch technology and move to You'll have to better, find something but... that works. Uh, average sociopath. Dude, who are you? What's up, dude? Average sociopath says, respectfully, the only good movie on this list is Infinity Pool. Well, Infinity Pool average song. sociopath, you are, a, you are amongst friends, brother. Welcome in here. Not your friend. There we go. Boom. You are you are um, yeah. <laughs> Nan Nans is your enemy, but you're amongst friends with McCurdy and I. <laughs> uh, uh, we agree. I think. Um, I mean it, that the in the beginning it was like we have these themes of family amongst all these. Uh, now there's these themes of like everything that made a certain franchise fun in the past is now kind of gone. Like Scream Six isn't really. It's not fun. Whereas all the other screen movies are fun. Uh, Magic Mike, the previous movies were fun. Last Dance is uh, not I fun. I think you're going to enjoy um, Fast and Furious 10 then. I hope. With the themes of I family, hope, and they really have jumped the shark on all their movies now. But that's not the point yeah. of those movies, though. So I think that's... that's I the love those point. movies. I like, the, I like Fast and Furious movies, too. But if we're going to... Like, when I, we get I to those movies... Them. When we get to those movies, we are going to have to judge that Fast and Furious 5, is it as good as the other ones, and then rate it to this. Because we know like within the Fast franchise, like, oh, is this a better or worse one? And I feel like that's kind of how we did with Scream. It's like, is this a better or worse Scream if it's not, if it's not firing on the cylinders that it's meant to fire on? Is it higher or lower than where it's at on this list? But that's here nor there. Yeah. So who we well who we, we figured it out, people. fellas. Okay, uh, Nico. I think Nico said, "Might as well do Courtney Cox." All right, um, guys. did he? I, you I asked don't know. For it. I, I like. I wish he would have died. She would be. He the said, post, "Okay." But like, here's the thing. He said. He said. To? Hold on. He said Courtney Cox, or he was also saying Roger. Um, uh, the voice. Roy, Ro Roger Jackson, who does L Jackson, does the voice. So yeah, Charlie, just I would this, do, I would put, do that. I would do I would do him not West. her. Put put no, you can't do West because West has literally nothing to do with this movie. If this was five, yeah. you could do West mm -hmm. because they they did it in honor of West. But like, yeah, West. I'm sorry, West has nothing to do. And you can make that argument like West made the movies. I'm like, the five was good and had nothing to do with West. So like, it doesn't matter. Put this, but Charlie, before we do the toast, you got to put this one up at least. Just let me have my joke. Oh, if we were going to toast a Gale tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's Monica, Hanukkah, Monica, 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 Monica. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I put, okay. His name is, his name is Roger though, right? I have Roger. Hold on, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I already made it. No, no but I, uh, but I, uh, remember I pulled Roger L. Jackson. Roger so L. Go. Jackson. Here you go. I got it right here. And boom for Roger. The guy I, I prefer that voice i prefer movies. that so is he is he the voice of uh he's the uh, voice of of ghostface he does the voice for no no, no, no but of... i mean i mean uh um uh, is there a powerpuff girl behind him because he powerpuff does the voice of yeah, mojo yeah, jo girl. he does the voice he does the voice of mojo jojo in powerpuff okay <laughs> okay that's, that's like so he's okay. more tied so, to that franchise but yeah but now of course we're gonna toast to him like yeah he 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 is the uh uh, again, had Courtney Cox died, I'd be all about toasting to her. But 
he is die in this movie. he is at the center of this franchise if anything's good it's it's that voice that voice is so voice is amazing perfect right Sydney. and he, and he spans oh. the whole franchise so uh i'm all about this what's your favorite all about, scary movie yeah. scary Love it. movie yeah anyone so, <laughs> all right anyone watching this now or later like subscribe become a member join the Charlie wants to whisper something. Join the Discord you know, that is always active. Yes, <laughs> shilling nans. Keep shilling. What are you shilling nans? <laughs> uh, All right, here's anyway, to yeah. Roger. To Roger, thank you uh, for. I uh, hopefully they keep paying you. Uh, good work. You're the man. <laughs> to Roger. Cheers.